welcome to Rhyme of the Frost Maiden here on Dork Tales. How's everybody doing tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Very good. Very good. All right. Christine, you're okay? Yes, I said pretty good. Okay, you got drowned out, so I was just checking. Uh, so, hey everybody, welcome back to Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Uh, I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly, I use he and him, and I am happy to be here tonight because we are finally getting to the frozen meat sickle of this chronicle, uh, where we are descending on Oral, the Frost Maiden. For those of you tuning in for the first time, this is uh, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, a Wizards of the Coast module that is set in the lands of Icewind Dale, where the magical frost of Oral, the Frost Maiden, has plunged this land into never-ending winter for the past three years. Our characters are a motley crew of adventurers who have assembled themselves through fate and friendship and are slowly working to dethrone this ice goddess. I almost said something else. Uh... Uh, this dethrone this ice goddess from her place and um, restore, you know, justice, balance, and spring to the lands. Uh, so before we begin, why don't we go ahead and uh, say hi to everybody? Uh, let's just go in an order tonight. We'll do a big circle. Hello, Christine. Hello, I am Christine. I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Callie. Callie Thornhill, our halfling druid. Um, yeah, she's adorably wonderful. And ready to kick some ass. Ready to kick some ass? All right. Yeah. Hello. Hello, Hayden. Hello. Hi, guys. I'm Hayden Davio. I'm playing Lysithian Callisto, the moon elf wizard. I use they, them pronouns, and so does Lysithian, so that makes it very easy. Right. Speaking of easy, hi, Mike. Hey, everyone. <laughs> My... <laughs> My name is Mike. I use they, them pronouns. And tonight I am playing Katarina Firestring. She is our enigmatic human bard. It is true. It is true. Enigmatic. That's a synonym for something, I'm sure. Uh, and finally, hi, Robin. Hi. I'm uh, Robin. I don't know why I do these so awkwardly every time. Um, I am. I go by she, they pronouns, and I'm playing Vistra Danke, Mountaintop Barbarian. All right. So, so, quick question. Speaking of determination, does anybody not have it at the moment? Mike oh. or Hayden? Don't think I do. You do now. Okay. You do. Um, I do. It which just um, redeemed it for me, but I do still have mine from last session, so I can't have two sitting there. All right. So, that's going to go over to Lysithian. All of you are going to start with a point of determination. For those of you tuning in for the first time, determination basically is just a proficiency bonus uh, that our chat is allowed to purchase with their channel points. Um, also, uh, everyone is going to get a point of inspiration. And I am starting with two Hurt the Moors, which are basically DM inspirations because sometimes I need to be an inspired monster. And also, For just sure. so people are aware, if you haven't noticed it yet, in the channel points options, there's a new one where you can oh. buy something good to happen. What's it called? Yeah. Uh, I think it was like something good happens. Something good happens. Something good happens. That's literally that was, what I just said. That was the, that was the joke. But um, so yeah, uh, someone was saying like, oh, you've got so many hurt them mores. Can we do like a hurt them less? I'm like, eh, I can do something good happens. Which is specifically something good happens. It, it doesn't have to be anything. I, I think it charges three times as much as everything else. But yeah, yeah like six thousand. Six thousand yeah. for like you find a penny. Aww, <laughs> good for Aww. you. Something good happens. Copper is expensive. It is that's why we don't have it anymore in Canada. 
This is this is in Canada. This is Icewind Dale, which is kind of it's like Canada. Canada Dale. Canada. Canada we, we have Canada one Dale. of those. Canada. We have Canada Dale. He was in uh, that episode of Demon we ran. Canada Dale. Okay. That's yeah. It's true. I thought it was fun. All right. So I would say it's before my time, so I did did not. I'm like, okay, cool. It was like a They're month a friend before your time. But yeah. yeah, it's one of my best friends. Oh. All right. So it's a very clean penny. It's been scrubbed by the snow. Uh, so uh, any announcements or news before we begin game tonight? You're all really pretty. I mean, yeah. we did cool shit yesterday. Yes, we raised a shite ton of money. Uh, so yesterday, you guys end up raging. Well, raging, so here's raging. So here's a brief rage. story. We raged uh, that money. We raged it. We did. Uh, so yesterday, we had a charity fundraiser for Weva, which is a Vancouver rape crisis center. Uh, we were one of 28 streams, and. Um, the um, the organizer Shar from Tabletop Titties, uh, who is a fantastic person and uh, the kind of the digital outreach person for for Weva, um, had been talking to her employers and they were they were kind of unsure whether or not streaming would actually be a good way to raise charity funds. So they kind of tentatively like gave her license to go out and raise some money um, with the expectation that we would raise combined uh, ten thousand uh, dollars U.S. combined. Uh, I'm not sure if this is U.S. or Canadian. I think it might be Canadian uh, funds. But combined, all of us uh, together raised $26,000 for survivors of sexualized violence. That is a lot of assistance to people. It, um, yep. So they were 250 hours of counseling um, backlogged because of funding. Uh, according to the math I did today, that is more than 400 hours of counseling that this buys. Oh, just just counseling, wow. just just four hundred hours. Like it's it's super good. Um, our stream did uh, incredibly well. We raised one thousand and fifty U.S. dollars and twenty two cents, uh, which turns into about thirteen hundred and fifty dollars Canadian, which is is a huge amount. Like that's for a that's single incredible. stream. Yeah, it was it was one day, Aiden. Like that's all we did. Like it was it was ridiculous. So I, I just wanted to say thank you everybody who came out and who supported that. Um, and also, I just noticed Ravnos Archons in the chat. Ravnos, thank you for having me over for that game on Saturday. It was a lot of fun to get back into Mage, and I hope that my Russian wasn't too... Russian. <laughs> he was very Russian. He was great. Um, okay. And then, uh, anybody else have anything to say besides those awesome th stuff we did? No. No? Okay. Um, right. Hayden, you're a little quiet still. Can I ask you to bump up just a tiny bit? Yeah, I was just talking quiet. Oh, okay. And then we have to do myself turn pretty like pretty far down because I was recording other stuff earlier. That's fair. All right, so we have to do the do with Bunthulu. Don't ask. Oh, Just don't Bun ask. Thulu. Oh, Bunthulu. Just go watch yesterday's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was ridiculous. That was enough said. <laughs> enough said. That was chaotic. yeah. All right, so folks, we are going to head back into Icewind Dale right now, and let's kick it off with a little bit of music. And go ahead and reconnect to the sound pad because I think it disconnected everybody from lack of input. Um, I have it at a main thing, which I think is wrong. I will click the link again. Please, I will. I will. Here, tell you what. I'll just start the broadcast again. I will start it, and then it will be started. There we go. All right. So anybody wants to listen to the sound effects, go ahead. 
Cool beans. Sound effects loading. Do, 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 do. Okay. Ooh, wind. I know, right? So you should you be are ready. connected. Spooky. The trip takes about three days. It's relaxing and somewhat mystifying. As you hurdle ever northwest on the back of Angajuk, you see the sights beneath the waves. Pods of orcas, huge whales, dolphins by the pod swim by you. They watch you, and sometimes, if you are feeling adventurous enough, might even play with you. Motes of, uh, of light shot through the barrier, balls tossed. Valen will actually hand you a small skull of some animal out of her pack if you want to play ball with them. Of course, they can't pass it back through the barrier, but that doesn't mean that uh, you can't bounce it off the edge. As you make your way that way, toward the Isle of Solstice, Angajuk will continuously. Wow, that is a hell of a muffler. Um, sorry, someone needs to get their car repaired. Will transport you, giving low, deep tour guide responses as you pass and over here you will see a natural steam vent volcanically pressurized this raises the ambient ocean temperature to 200 degrees celsius inside of a radius of four meters Would you like to see closer? I would, if that's Yeah. It's like an underwater hot tub. Yes. As you can see, the seals avoid this area, but dolphins enjoy the heat. You can actually see there is a pod of dolphins kind of swimming about 10 meters outside of it, kind of almost like cats sunning themselves on a lawn. Very comfortable. And as as Angajuk gets nearby, the ambient temperature inside of the bubble is actually going to increase slightly. And you'll actually feel a little bit of a sweat kind of rock right down the, uh, the small of your back. Start to collect there just from the temperature change in your cold weather clothing. Especially, actually, Vistra. <laughs> uh, you are particularly overheated. Oh, yeah. No. Like, you're going to notice a little drop of sweat work its way down between your eyebrows, down the tip of Vistra's, like, kind of, kind of jagged nose, and just kind of hang off of that tip like an icicle for a moment before shooting onto the ground of the boat. Oh, it's a, 
Oh yeah, this is this is great. It's a hole. Oh, it's warm, guys. <laughs> Everything all right in there? I'm just a bit hot. Not used mm. to this. Fair. Onward and upward, I always say. And he begins taking you further along. As he does, he um. He stays submerged for the majority of the trip, showing you what the frigid depths are like. You'll see dozens of things that you never would have thought possible before. Buried in the depths, you see skeletons the size of Angajak, some larger, some humanoid and larger. What looks like a three-eyed storm giant, at least 24 feet tall, lays in the ground clutching what could be a spear or a fallen tree. Whatever it is, the metal has become so corroded and rusted that it is almost indiscernible from the ocean floor, the barnacles clinging to every rock surface. But even that, those of you who grew up around ships, barnacles. The barnacles up here are frilled. No, furred. Like moss, but this thick coating of hair wraps around these stones. So that in places, it looks like the undersea garden here is made of small, fuzzy animals, like hamsters or mice crowding together in the darkness. He then takes you past strange ruins explaining as he goes these are the ruins of a place called Astoria land of the Cyclopses and that he says somewhat later is a place where fish like to sleep and as you look over, you're not quite sure what he thinks it is. But you might find it a little funny that a giant castle lies buried under the waves. And sure enough, a large fish the size of a dolphin, you're not sure what it is exactly, maybe some type of overgrown trout or sea bass, swims out one of the, um, the porticale of the castle sees you and then darts back inside this is an immense castle by the way looking at it you would say that it is probably six times as tall as a normal castle most of it collapsed the rocks creating just confetti along the ocean floor are we close enough that Vistra could make a perception check to see the age of the castle yeah you may sweet Oh, that is a natural 19 there. Wrong channel. Uh, I know. But I gotta say don't, it. Don't confuse Hayden. 22 total. Where am I? <laughs> Where are you? Where am I? Welcome to Vestige. Fuck! <laughs> in the wrong costume! Roll to cry. Roll to cry. <laughs> oh, it's a critical hit. <laughs> okay. So... Uh, 
one sec. I'm just checking the timeline on this because it's not given in my notes. <laughs> oh, wow, this is a long time ago. Uh, Christine, mm -hmm. can you remind me, give me a rough timeline for... Oh, there... Nope, that doesn't help at all. Uh, when did the ordining fail? Really recently, according to Storm okay. King's Thunder, but when did, it, that when, did, when, did, when did it start? I guess is uh, an ordning failing. No, their no, gods did, were just no, no. like, ha ha, screw you. No, no, the ordning. When did it start? A long, long time ago. All right, so I don't have an exact date here as well, uh, but this would. Looking I don't at think this, they gave you a date. They they don't give you a date. I would say, looking at this, this looks like something uh, from the Austurian Age basically stretching back to the war between giants and dragons thousands and thousands of years ago. This is perhaps uh, some of the oldest stonework you've seen in your lifetime. Casually discarded at the bottom of the ocean. Who knows what riches might lay inside or who knows what creatures might dwell in the depths. Yeah, and I can't swim for very long. Hmm. Well, time to continue onward. How old are you, Ingerjunk? Juck. You can call me Juck if you want. Yeah, is this a little hard for me to pronounce your whole name with my accent? It kind of just doesn't work in my mouth, right? Anger, anger, Jake. It just, it just, just looks better. Go, joke. Yeah. Anger, anger joke. It just, it's, it's hard. I'm sorry. Dwarf mouths are not designed for speech, I suppose. Not from where I'm from. Uh, <clears throat> I've lost count, but I think at least two... 205? Anybody who wants to can make me a nature roll. Oh, I realize that my uh, my filters are still on hyper aggressive right now. It'll be eighteen. An eighteen. So uh, we got a good friend of. Uh... A sperm whale generally has a lifespan of up to seventy years. Wow. He's two hundred. Hmm. So that's that's pretty good. That's that's living your best life pretty long. Yeah. Or there's magic involved. There's probably yeah. magic involved. There's probably, probably magic involved. He, he's awakened. Yeah, I think there's some magic. Yeah. Probably likely. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to reset our uh, our bot filters because I forgot that was the one thing I didn't turn back on correct yesterday. Because mm. mm. it literally just filtered someone saying the word burn. 
I'm like mm. as aggression. Yeah. Yeah, as aggression. Or hostility. Yeah. It hostility. was like mod term held hostility. It's, be, like, it's be because, <laughs> because we were we were expecting a lot of people yesterday, so anyway. Time passes. What are you doing while you're on there? It's just you four, Valen, and your fox. <sighs> um, Callie's gonna rest a little to like regen everything that she needs. Mm-hmm. Etc. Gonna uh, go into a trance and then so I can just kind of refresh my spells. That's fair. And I want to regain some hit points. That's fair. Uh, you will all regain full hit points because it does take three days to get there. So go ahead and figure out what spells you want for the actual uh, actual encounters that you're going to be going into. While you're traveling around, making your way towards Solstice. On the second day, Valen will talk to you, specifically about the plan. Once we get there, there are many things that we should do, but finding Professor Scant and the Codicil of White should be the primary objective. Agreed. Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I don't know where he's going to drop us off, but... As far as I understand, there's a place called Grimskull. Near the center of the island. It's an old... Probably frost giant fortress. It has the type of aesthetics that she would probably appreciate. Once we have traveled around the island enough to find what we're looking for, if you want to, you can travel there. Is she gonna... I mean, I guess she probably knows we're on our way, I'm assuming? I doubt she is omniscient. I believe she is very powerful, but in her domains of strength. For example, you told me before that she approached you inside of the cave with that strange relic. You were right next to a source of her power. I actually don't think she's that strong. She's still a minor goddess, and looking at what she's done to Icewind Dale. I think that has taxed her. Weakened her. That does give you an element of surprise. Then again, I could be wrong, and you could be a bit of a, um... Uh, what is the word? Honeypot? Vistra? Don't take your meaning. There used to be this old story about a horse. I don't know if it's quite appropriate, but... You could be a, a sleeper agent. You might not even know that you're working for Oral, but you might be. 
or she might have hollowed part of you out and just wormed her way in. This isn't an accusation, it's just a fact. <laughs> I suggest that everyone keep an eye on you until she's dead. Afterwards, hopefully I'll be proven wrong. I mean, I might be wrong to begin with. I'm not above that. We all got charmed. Well, not all of us. Most of us got charmed in that cave. Granted, I was the one who was charmed for the longest, but we all were. Most of us experienced that. Wait, so. She's talking more about the whole you're blessed by her. Yes, I know. So she obviously likes you, so we we have no we have no way of knowing if she's done other stuff to you. Like you have no way of knowing. True. She could be a sneaky ice bitch too. Guys I think she is most definitely a sneaky ice bitch. So <sighs> it's more that it's not that we don't trust you, but to I be know. cautious in case you suddenly start acting weird. Yes, I right? I know. I just and then we'll try and bang and just like. Just no clean. Slap her with fire to get her out of you. Yeah, something you might be like a little that. crispy afterwards, but mm. eh, we can yes. fix that. Do we have permission to kill you if we can't knock you out? Yes. If Good. it's going to the if betterment of Icewind Dale, yeah. If, kill me. If I'm going to obstruct you and you see no possible reason that you can stop me. And I'm going to hurt or kill one of you. Yes, please. By all means. Good. Take me out. Good. Well, there's no reason to dwell on that anymore then. If you come against us and are possessed, of course, against your free will, we will do whatever it takes to release you from that control. Oh, there's no reason to be so glum. It's probably just a useless precaution. You yeah. better to have precautions than an adult. I'm sure it's useless, yes. Probably. We'll probably end up burying your axe directly in her throat. Ah, oh, it's the dream. I tell That's you what, fine. and if that is the case, I will happily buy you a beverage or a dinner of your choice. Sound good? What's a gear? Yeah. I'm in the mood for some ice cream. Ice cream? Yeah. After all of this, you want ice cream? Yeah. It's a joke. <laughs> it's I a joke. I can't tell if you're joking. It's a joke. It's a joke. You're drier than I am. Yeah, I'm a little bit stressed about the whole talking about having to kill me thing. It's a little bit like throwing me off my game, slightly. Oh, well, I'm assuming that if anyone here gets possessed, we should probably stop them no matter what. I mean, probably. Yeah. yeah. I would expect you to kill me on the spot if I fucking fall under her curse. If I start going, ah, ice, yeah, kill me. Good. All right. Sounds great. I would re much prefer death again. I mean, try hitting mm. me first and see if that snaps me out of it. Yeah, Why? yeah. No, please just, we'll hit each other. I would prefer, I would prefer death, death being last option. Yeah, yeah. The bottom, option. the last resort. Mm-hmm. Well, don't if kill all... me. Just I'll run away. It'll be fine. 
Sure. Hmm. Yet we don't want someone who can bring back the dead on her side. Yeah. Well, I was actually thinking that if we do kill Vistra, I can always bring her back as a zombie because it would at least be a very strong zombie. That's true. She could join your crew. Would you want that? Would you rather us resurrect you or would you rather me use your corpse to kill a goddess? You, I would rather be raised, to be would honest. Would you, actually? I, I, see, yeah. I, I feel like this is a razor's edge decision for you, really? Knowing your personality. No, no, 100% I would like to be raised than zombified. Just like 100%. Even if, okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't care if I don't kill the bitch. Uh, I would like I'm to just be saying, resurrected. Waste not, want not. Uh, I'm saying, I uh, appreciate the offer, but I will have to decline. Well, I don't really think the rest of them are... Sorry? said it's not a bad offer. There are worse things. I just figured that you were the best specimen for terms of sheer violence that could be delivered. I mean, who would be next? Probably, what, Katarina? I like hitting things. Exactly. I'll bring you back as a lovely, lovely skeleton. It'll be great. You'll never have to worry about weight loss again. I was never concerned about my figure. I'm a dwarf. We don't care. I That's believe she was talking to Katarina. And ah. I'm just always pretty. That you are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Prestidigitation has its has its bonuses. That's mm. true. It's always a pleasure talking to you, Valen. I know, isn't it? So... What are your stories? Mm, what do you mean? Mm, I know a bit about you, but I don't know all about you. Where are you from? Who are you? I was born as a dwarf in Baldur's Gate 125 years ago. That's an interesting start. I was also born as a guy. That is also an interesting start. I'm glad you got better. Yeah, I did. About seven months ago, or eight months ago, I don't know. When I came into Icewind Dale, I got, I got murdered. And then I got resurrected. And now I'm me. I'm glad you found yourself. Yeah. So it's it's quite funny actually when when everybody else is getting into an argument and I'm always like, "Hey kids." And everyone's like, "Shut up. You're the youngest here." And I was like, "I'm 125 years old." But that's really not very old for a dwarf. No, mm -hmm. I was a y young dwarf, but you know. I'm well, still... how old are the rest of you? Like sitting you How old? 200. 200. Callie halflings are about the normal, right? So you're probably about 30. 26. 27, even younger. And Vistra, what, 150? Yeah, it's something like that. Do you even keep count at a certain time? I mean, No, El you just kind of just get just another year. It's usually just a party. It doesn't really matter whose age it is. It's just, uh, hey, you get so your birthday. Yeah. Okay, let's just, let's have a few beers and uh, let's get... So let's, you're tied uh, for second youngest. Tied for third youngest? Somewhere yeah. in there? Something like that. But yeah, that's my story. Hmm. Well, the important bits anyways. There's a lot more to it, but that's the main bit. Can I get an insight roll off of everyone? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> ah, there we go. 
Wait, Six. why did I roll advantage? I did not. Robin, yeah, did you... it's gonna be 19. 19? I'll just re-roll. But yeah, I was about to start pressing Valen in return for her story. Yeah. Um, so I re-rolled. I got a net 20 on the re-roll. Okay. I got and seven. Seven? Okay. So that's so, a 24 in total. Uh, so Kat's not going to really notice this, but the rest of you are going to notice that um, Valen tends to keep her arms kind of folded. She wears thick clothing, long robes, and uh, ones with particularly, like, open cuffs that she kind of keeps her hands inside of. There's a lot of fabric in the way, but throughout the journey, you will have noticed this several times, that her hands tremble incessantly. At first, it was easy to put off. You thought, eh, she's cold. After the first few hours, though, and now observing her for several days in a row, you begin to notice that this is fairly constant. It's mostly her hands, but it it covers everything all the way up to her jawline at times. After a while, each of you are going to think that it probably is either, um, might be physiological, but you think it might be some type of nervous disorder. Allie's gonna wait till we're on land, just in mm. case it's something weird. Okay. And then question her. Yeah, Vistra... Because not 100% sure that maybe she might react very badly and we're on a, in a bubble under the water. <laughs> Callie would be fine. But not really anybody else. Yeah, Vistra doesn't tr doesn't like Valen. Valen's hostility towards her from the beginning. Vistra does not like Valen, so she'll keep a good eye on her. Because mm. there's just like a, you don't like me, I don't like you, but we're doing this shit together, so let's be That's fair. amicable. So, Callie, you were going to ask something? Um, Just once we're done. Like, once we're back on land. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just going to clock it and not say anything. Okay. Or at least, like, Callie's going to go, oh, so, well, Valen, where are you from? Sort of thing. Long saddle. The Harpels are fairly prestigious there. Decent amount of fortune, fame, and control inside of the city. I... had a fairly standard life. <laughs> well, for someone of lesser nobility at least, which is essentially what we were. Business, meetings, trade, commerce, seneschal duties around the around the city, the usual boring things. However, um, I guess it wasn't for me. I began studying when I, a little after I turned forty, and um, I found a calling in it. I always was very interested in magic, but never had the, um, compulsion. My father was very much against us taking anything non-standard in our education or in our general lives, but after his death, I suppose nothing was holding me back. 
So how'd you end up up here? <laughs> With all of this? The, um... I was admitted into the Dark Brotherhood. The Arcane Brotherhood. Sorry, I got my brotherhoods mixed up. Sorry, Skyrim. Uh, <clears throat> I was admitted into the Arcane Brotherhood. And uh, we began our investigation into finding <laughs> the Lost City. I won't lie, I'm a fairly new wizard, in spite of my years, and I know that my family connections and wealth and the fact that my family were collectors and had Professor Scant in their possession already probably sealed my entry. But I like to think that I earned my way in, if possible. At the very least, I'm up here to prove that I could have gotten in and that I'm as good of a mage as any one of the ones who believe that I'm in from nepotism and connections. I want to find this myself. With your help, of course, but away from them. And I would have, probably already by myself, had I not been robbed. Although the fact that we haven't seen anything particularly magical happening in here, aside from the frozen queen, makes me assume that Nass didn't actually find anything, or is probably dead somewhere on the island. Robbed? Who robbed you? What do you mean? I had Professor Scant in my possession when I made my way to Icewind Dale. Another member of the Arcane Brotherhood, a person named Nas Lantamir. A rival. Particularly vile one, really. Quite the dirty little... <sighs> Came to me one night trying to make a truce. This was shortly after we discovered that our way out of Icewind Dale had been blocked... I foolishly let down my guard. This was a few weeks ago. When I awoke, I discovered that I had been either magicked or drugged into sleep, and that my Professor Scant was gone. And so was Nass. So sorry, what does this thing do again? The... it's a professor orb. It has crucial information. A professor orb is basically a living, thinking codex contained inside of a ball. Um, a brain in a ball, one might say. In theory, it has all sorts of information about how to reach the lost city. How to enter it. Potentially floor plans and layouts. Oh. It's crucial. Okay. The Codicil of the White will give us... Well, the Codicil of the White is our key to the door. And Professor Scant will tell us where the door is. 
I see. Okay. I'm sorry I'm boring you, Katarina. No, I'm just listening. Oh, you just appear sleepy. Yeah, I mean, we've been in a bubble for three days. Alright, anyone have any cards? I've got, um... I do, actually. Do you want to play Crazy Eights? Sure, fuck it, why not? Alright, can I get everybody to make me a wisdom check with proficiency if you're proficient in gambling tools? Oh, oh. damn. 19? 19? Oh, no. 19? 19. 19. Nice. 16? 16. 24. And no, I'm not proficient. God damn it, Callie. I just have a 20 for wisdom. Callie's really good at just like straight facing her way through gambling games. Just no, I don't have any twos. Go fish. <laughs> uh, Vistra, you lose whatever is being bet, and are probably getting pretty pissed off at this by about yeah. fish jerky. By about the third hour of it, which is when you'll hear approaching the island. Oh, thank goodness. Kelly has a pile of fish jerky in front of her. He's gonna flip his title? I don't know. You guys will fucking tight. Next time, I'd like to play. Oh, of course. You should have said something. We've been playing for three hours. Didn't want to be rude. Oh, nonsense. We're friends. That's sort of question. You are. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Especially when there's fish jerky on the line. Oh, would you like some? Yes. <laughs> Callie will offer him some. You can pop it through the bubble. And it'll well, I figure if we're there, like, she can just, like, stand on the ice and okay. pass it to him. In a minute, yeah. All right. So, <laughs> a minute later. He says, hold on. And the whale begins angling upward. You'll see the rocky base of an island rising out to meet you. It's jagged edged. A huge, huge bay encircles you. And it lurches up, up, up around one of the edges. With a tremendous splash, the whale crests the water. The ship the bubble finally bursting as soon as you are up. And it is at that point that you are going to feel the sudden and severe cold around you. As the wind howls across the bow of the ship. Ooh. Oh my god, I'd forgotten how cold it was. Ah, oh, yeah, this is what I'm used to. Yeah. I was just sweating in the whale. Whew. I miss oh. the sunshine. It doesn't so bad. It's exactly. It's fine. Plenty of time to read. That's the most time I've had in ages. I'm glad you had a good time. It was very, very relaxing. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It was very it was interesting lovely. seeing the bottom of the ocean. Do you drink beer, Anger Duck? I've been known to. Here, take this, and she will hand over her the gallon of the gallon beer of beer she bought. All yeah. right, toss it. 
All right, you ready? Hold on, he's gonna try. Oh yeah. Did you want to make a Did you want to make a strength roll to see yeah, how? Yeah. Oh, trust me. Uh, that is a a ten plus. Let me look up the sperm whale stats because I got them right here. That is a a bite. That's a twenty one to bite it. Nice. Um, and as he crushes the beer keg in his mouth, pardon me, the beer what, barrel, just yeah, you'll hear it pop like a ripe. I mean, he'll crack open a cold one. Is what it's going to be. Yeah, he's um, cracking a cold one open with, with the with the whales. With the whales. All right. Uh, and as he splashes back down, doing his best actually not to get you covered in water, you were going to look around and see that fog around you is beginning to part. And you will see 50-foot-high walls, cliffs of solid ice. Jetting out of the water off the coast here are bare, weather-beaten masts of sunken ships. Dozens of them. You can make out what appears to be... Well, actually, looking down as he uh, as he swims you up to the shore, you're going to notice that the the dock that you will be standing on is made out of solid ice, and looks like it was carved and sized for giants. It is very cold here. I need to state this very clearly. This is colder than you have ever been anywhere in your life, including the coldest parts of Icewind Dale. Your sight uh, is limited to 200 feet. If it would normally be beyond that, uh, Vistra, you have keen sight. Does that pierce fog? Um, I don't believe so. I will just recheck. Um... No, I just want a second. Uh, no, it doesn't. I'm going to assume says, that it doesn't then. Uh, so yeah, on the island. You can see up to one mile away, no difficulty, able to discern even fine details. Okay, so it's just it's just distance. Additionally, dim light doesn't impose disadvantage, okay. yeah. So, so I'm guessing fog, yeah. Vista, as you look around, 200 feet from the island, fog begins. You cannot see anything beyond this fog. The island itself is just covered in snow, being blown around, cascaded into your vision. You are fine in terms of cold. However... Um, there are going to be a couple of things that you'll need to know. I'm just going to tell you these mechanics in advance, okay? The DC to resist effects of extreme cold has raised by five on this island. In addition, whenever someone who lacks resistance or immunity to cold damage spends a hit dice to regain hit points, you regain only a number equal to your constitution modifier. You do not roll the dice. You do not roll hit points. You just gain the con mod. Oh. Unless you are Vistra. <laughs> or you activate a spell to uh, allow you to, you know, suck it up. What about the potions, guys? Yeah, I have a potion of cold resistance. 
-hmm. Also, I I still have some of those Chewinga charms as well. Oh, through. I How have... long do those things last? Um, Kelly, I didn't get a time for those. I believe it functions just like the spell, but hold on one sec, and I will just pull that up. So, second spell, Thieves in the Wind, completing the quest. The one of the charms described in New Chwinga Charms on page 283. Yay, New Chwinga Charms. I think you've used one of them, haven't you? I have not. Hmm. That's 293. That's not the way math works. Okay. Um, that was the... So, Vister has used one of the charms of Biting Cold. I know that for sure. Uh, Charm of Cold Resistance uh, allows you to give yourself resistance to cold as an action lasts for 24 hours. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, because you only do it once. That's why. Yeah, so I have three. Uh, three of them. Uh, and it says, how, do you have, how do you have three of them? That I'm just reading off what you told me when you got when what you is gave the name of, well, What's the name of the charm? Snowwalker. Oh, that's a different thing. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah. as an action, you can spend one of the charms to gain the following benefits for 24 hours. Um, you and your allies ignore difficult terrain caused by snow or ice. You are immune to the effects of extreme cold. That doesn't okay. give you resistance to the thing, but that will, you know. Um, oh, that that's not exactly what that is, too. I hate it when they use different different terminology for things. Oh. Um, yeah. I'll say that if you're wearing cold weather gear and use that, it should be fine, so long as you're sheltered. Okay. So if you're using Tiny Hut or something, that should be fine. Um, but if you're just, like, sleeping in the snow, it probably won't work. Uh, okay. It does mean that you won't have to test for extreme cold, though, which is nice. Uh, it also allows you to move through heavy terrain and see through obscured snow at a distance of 60 feet. Okay. And that's good for 24 hours? Uh, yes, it is good for 24 hours and is basically now only the ignoring difficult terrain works for your allies. The extreme cold is for you and so is the seeing through snow. Okay. So, okay. but if, you're, if your allies are within, within 15 feet of you, they ignore basically like trudging through snow. Cool. Uh, I'm going to pop one of those. That's a great idea. Okay, so mark that off your sheet. Done. Uh, so I don't know how that would look, but she's, go she's going to pop one. It doesn't really look like anything. There's like a soft, a soft shimmer about you for a moment. And then suddenly, it's just going to be like a chill runs up your back. And everything feels... Just a bit nicer for a second. All of you as well will find your footing on the ice very easily. Even that if it was... help a little bit. What did you just do? Oh, I've just popped the charm that, that uh, Chuenga gave us to uh, aid in navigating in difficult terrain. Mm -hmm. I do have a cold weather outfit, and I also have those, um, what are they, the, the attachments to your boots that are, like, spiky? Yep, the... Um, crampons? The, the crampons. Yeah. Cramp those off, things. crap on. All right, crampons. so, 
We should probably plot our route at this point. You said you wanted to check out some of these shipwrecks. I'm not adverse to that. There's a chance that NASA's ship could have gotten caught if she came here, which she would have to find the codicil of the white. Okay. So... The whale st stays by the shore and just kind of stares at you. Want to maybe search for a ship that would uh, look like hers? Do you know what her ship looked like, Bela? Not even the slightest. But if we find a recent mm -hmm. ship, that would probably be mm. it. Mm. Yeah, fair I think enough. That might be the best bet, in my opinion. Instead of just searching all of them, we might as well just cut to the chase. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so let's hunt for for a more recent wreck then. Do you sure. want me to stick around? Sure, would you like to help us? I can give you a ride back. Okay. I mean, oh, do you know if there's been any recent wrecks around here? No. I have only been here a few times. Did anybody else come here recently? Like in the last couple weeks? Not with me. Is there mm. another way to get here? Besides ship? Magic. Okay. Birds. Thank you. How long will you be? I mean, hopefully not too long, right? Don't know exactly. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Probably more than a few hours. Is do we ha is there a way we can call you back here? From the island? To let you or? know? I can circle the island and keep an eye out on any of the docks. Oh, that would be lovely. Thank you. Yeah, no, we can do that. I can worst give you... Worst comes to worst. Hmm? I was going to say worst comes to worst. I can always polymorph into something and swim down to find you. Worst comes to worst. Oh, oh, and I can turn into a killer whale. Yeah, true. <laughs> and I could go like squeak, squeak, squeak. Mm. Through the water to you. Three days. Okay. That's the most I can wait. Alright. Well, we have three days to go find this stuff. That works for me. I mean, hopefully sooner. So. We will see you when we see you then, I guess. Goodbye. Crest the waves again. Or not crest, submerges again. Some of the ice around the uh, side of the dock begins to fall into the water as well, as once again, Angajuk slides under the waves. And with that, the five of you, and Tibbs, of course, are alone at the bottom of the island of Solstice. Okay, well, um, let's start looking, I guess. Yeah. Can Let's go hunt for uh, our sheep. Uh, Kelly, is there anything that we can see like in the immediate vicinity? Well, let's see. If so. you're all... No, go ahead. No, please. I was going to say, if you're all alright with it, I'd like to take about ten minutes to uh, cast Detect Magic and just kind of be looking around to see if anything pings off while we're looking on the ships. 
Okay. That sounds good. All right, so to give you a sense of where you are right now, why don't we go ahead and just describe it like this. So Angajuk pulled up to the side of this immense dock and let you off on some of the ice flows at its base. Above you, you can see this dock hewn directly out of ice, stands about 50 feet tall. To actually get up to the island, you'll have to scale it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, sorry, that was I, I misread that, basically. My bad, my bad. This is the problem with running out of a book instead of homebrewing something. You don't have it immediately in your brain when you're looking at it, right? Fair, yeah. yeah. So, you'll have to climb up. It's um, not terribly high, or not terribly hard. In fact, Athletics it, check? Or? Yeah, give me an athletics check. Um, <laughs> because you have climbing equipment, it's going to be DC 10. Ooh, well, I, I pass. Uh, I got, I got eight. 18. You got an 8 total? Sweet. Okay, as long as I didn't get a 2 or lower, I'd be fine. I got a 10, so that's 18. Oh. <laughs> if oh, you'd give me acrobatics, I could do it. However... That's fair. Alright, well, uh, let's check Valen. So Valen has an athletics bonus of... Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a 7. That's good. Um, oh, no. Alright, so what'd you get, Callie? 11. That's enough. Oh, thank God. With climbing gear? That's enough. All right, so three of you are going to scale up the side and be able to make it up to the top. 50 feet only takes you a minute or two. By the time you're up, you'll be able to toss down some ropes and help Lysithian and Valen up as well. Lysithian and Valen, both of you roll with advantage. I say, oh, you got to be kidding me. Not one? No, double oh. fives. Oh, my God. Valen is going to grab onto the rope, and that's where you're going to see it wholeheartedly. She tries to clasp onto it, but her body is having difficulties. Just give me a minute! And Vistra try and, like, take the rope and tie it as, like, like do a little loop one where she could, like, swing it over her, like, over waist, her and then Vistra pulls yeah. her up. Yeah, go ahead and make me an athletics roll. Okay. Uh, what'd you get, Lysithian? I got a 12. Nice. So you'll be able to repel up with your friend's help? 23. Pull her okay. up. All right. You will be able to do so. And as you pull her over the edge, like something you find purchase very easily and manage to just stand up and you know, catch your breath, Valen will um, need to be dragged up, basically. And at the top of it, she will kind of collapse onto the ground, her hands shaking a bit as she kind of thrusts them back inside of her sleeves. I was... Only mildly humiliating. You okay? Nothing hurt but my pride. I understand that, so... I'll yeah. Go. We've all had our egos hurt before. It's nothing new. Isn't yeah. that the truth? Well, we should probably... Uh, probably start uh, heading. All right, so Lysithian, you wanted to check for magic before we went anywhere? Uh, once we get closer to the ships, I will, I'd like to take about 10 minutes to just cast Detect Magic. I don't have it prepared, but I can cast it as a ritual, if that's okay by you. And then I can kind of wait for a ping of some kind. I mean, I think that's probably the safest bet. We, we know that this place is going to be pretty... Um... Yeah, I feel like we're going to get lots of pings from Ice yeah. Beach, but we can yeah. try and see if there's a... Like, 
greater concentration in certain areas. Yeah. So, I mean, we already know this place isn't going to be the most friendly place in the world. No, we need to uh, be careful. Keep our wits about us. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Uh... Wait, well, how high is it? Do we need to go high, higher up? No, we I think I misread something again because I'm a fool. But... We need to go down. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're right, but I don't think... I think... Okay, so... Allow me to... I'm just going to read this to you. It's just so that you get a sense of it. Because I'm having trouble with the way that it's written because of the way my brain's working tonight. It's my bad. It's all good. Frost giants fashioned this dock out of ice and built it to endure. Yet sections have broken away and fallen into the sea. Because the dock was scaled for frost giant longships, characters approaching by water must climb to reach the top of it. Those without magic or climbing must do so with a block. At the back of the dock... Giant steps climb to the top of 50-foot-high cliffs. A 20-foot-wide path made of bricks from ice lead from the dock to the fortress of Grimskull, which is the big skull place. So I actually think that it probably didn't take you that much. There's probably, I mean, if it's a giant, a frost it's giant. It's a giant steps that go up 50 feet, so. Yeah, no, I think that I think that was me misreading it right now, trying to reparse what was in my brain. So... That was, it was, that was more epic that we scaled up the side of the cliff. It's fine. I mean, you'd think that, like... I think either way, it didn't... Yeah. I think that either way, it's fine. Either way, I think you would have needed to help Valen because she's not particularly... Particularly... I And thank you, the chat just said, by the power of Grimskull as well. And I'm like, absolutely. I got He-Man vibes off this stuff, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I'm glad I'm not the only one who was thinking right? that. By the power of Grimskull! I like that they spelled it with S K A L L E, just to be cute. Just <laughs> okay. Uh, so basically, it wasn't. It was okay. A dock is normally about five to ten feet above the water line, depending on the size of the boat that's coming in, right? Yeah. yeah. So if it, if a giant is twenty-two feet tall, I think for a frost giant, that's four times taller than normal. So let's say that it was like. 20 feet above above the waterline that you had to climb up, which still, you know, basic difficulty 10 roll to climb up 20 feet with, with pittons and things, okay? Cool. Sounds good to me. That means that if you have to climb down to look at shipwrecks, it's not a 50-foot drop. That was my <laughs> other worry. Okay. I was thinking, I'm like, hmm, this will be fun going up and down for shipwrecks all again. Right? No, that was that was a DM mistake because when I was reading this, I had a dog that was whining at me and and, and bugging me all afternoon because he Aww. was he was really being annoying today. He's lovely, but I love him, but he whines a lot. Uh, and then I've got a I've got a headache right now, so I'm, I'm getting through it. Okay, um, as you climb up to the top of this, you see that a series of ice stairs are going to lead you up above these cliffs. At which point, this will eventually become a path. Now these steps are annoyingly tall. A normal step is 8 to 12 inches. Each one of these steps is 4 feet tall. Well, it looks like it's my time to shine. Valen says, looking at you, Vistra. The steps go to, like, here on Vistra. She's yeah. four foot two. A little higher, a little higher than that. Callie is just... You can't see her behind the stair. <laughs> Where is Callie? 
Meanwhile, Katarina and her like five foot nine glory. You'll hear a brief on the wind nearby. And suddenly a creature will approach. It is a long frozen nose, almost like the proboscis of a mosquito, but serrated like a steak knife. Its eyebrows are frozen to its face, its hair slicked back. Tiny ice wings keep it aloft, and it approaches you. It's a method, like the ones you just fought at the Black Cabin. It holds its hands out to you, and then begins to speak in... Uh, cycling through a couple of languages. Does anyone here speak Aquan or Orin? Nope. nope. No. Sopo. Sopo. Hmm? What? This so. is gonna like just take her axe out, just whoa. kind of like hold it. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Sopo! You want? Wait. Wait. Ten. Wait. I'm going to sit down and hopefully be able to ritual cast comprehend languages in this time. Okay. Yeah. We're all totally. just gonna s stare at each other for ten minutes. Just Fucking wait and, uh, wait, and don't fucking kill it. I'm I not. To try to understand it. Put your yeah. axe away, please. And I'm oh, going to sit my butt down and start come casting. Uh, no, it, that, that's a uh, that's okay, Lesethi, and I can actually do that. Um. I will grumpily close my book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just. I always forget that I can do this thing. And uh, she's gonna pop, pop that uh, Bard College feet. That, uh, yeah, fe uh, feature. Uh, where she can uh, comprehend a language, basically. Yeah, because you just get to do that as a free action, don't you? Yeah. All right, so. Sopple. Do you just turn it on? Yeah. That's exactly what you hear. Sopo, everyone else will hear. Sopo, misa sadalasor, sulalalalai. Of course, Katarina, you'll hear. Sopo, my name is Sopo, you apes. Oh, it helps if we know what language you're speaking. I'm speaking Aquan. Well, or Orin. Now I know that. Well, that took you a while. Well, oh. none of us speak either of those. Oh, it's not my fault that you're not educated. Well, they're just not very common languages where we're from. I know they are divine. <laughs> hmm. I'm Sopal. I'm Katarina. Oh. And this is our party. Uh, as as Sopa begins speaking, you're going to notice a bit of a fluttering from Valen's shoulder as her owl familiar kind of bristles coming to life for the first time since uh, it mostly had hibernated on the vessel. 
and kind of glares at the Mephit with just an owlish distemper. The, uh, the Mephit seems to kind of narrow its eyes at the owl as well. It seems like they're not taking a liking to each other. Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on Tibbs to see how they're reacting. Tibbs doesn't really seem to... See, Tibbs seems a little squirrely, too. Like... Well, do you need help? I can show you around. I heard you talking about the wrecks of the ships. Yes, we're actually looking for um, a recent wreck in the last couple weeks. Oh, there is much treasure. Much treasure waiting here. The uh, last... Oh, I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt you. Oh, um, we're, we're not really here looking for treasure, so... Oh, you said recent ships? Yeah, anything within the last two or three weeks? Yeah, there was one that crashed off of the northwest arm of the island. There was a survivor. Managed to pull herself off. She did not do very well in the cold, though. I can show you. Oh, that would be great. So she didn't make it then? No. No, she's frozen. She climbed out the frigid water and the cold. It took her. Hmm, that happens, yeah. Oh, you would How? love... You are a, a thing of beauty. Would you like to see other beautiful things? The Frost Maiden has made beautiful ice sculptures. Such they would make you weep at the sight of them. I'm of course, sure. You would be careful not to have your tears freeze. <laughs> Are you a servant of the Ice Maiden? Oh, she does not really boss us around. I am more of what they call a free agent. Hmm. I'm mostly just so bored. There is nothing to do. I was hoping you could entertain me. Well, would you be able to show us the way to that, uh, that wreck and where the survivor fell? Mm. Yes. Yes, I could. Although, I would say that if you're here for adventure, there are other treasures, great powerful ones, great wealth, that you could find in these wrecked ships. It could be very useful for you. You could leave here as queens. Uh, hmm. What do your friends think? Hmm? Well, we are here for a very specific mission, although that does sound nice. Oh, uh, yes, uh, it's true. Money. So many gold coins would be very difficult to trick back with you. So much money. Uh, oh. no, wait, wait, we are here for, we are here for a specific thing. Um, oh. we are not here looking for What are for you here for? To find the one woman? <sighs> or oh, are you here to do a bad thing? No. 
we are just here to um to find some things that were stolen from our friend oh we could be still on that boat maybe um vistra you have your hand up yeah while katarina's having this conversation with this thing can vistra just take like some sort of insider perception check to just like see the general like look for any sort of if this thing looks sneaky uh, I sure. can't understand you, the you conversation. Can do so with, you can do so with disadvantage. Okay, cool. Allie's just looking back and forth between the two of them. like. It's yeah, I'm waiting for Katarina to have a conversation. No, like, I'm going to... Pardon? I was going to say, if you're still casting that ritual, it's almost yeah. done at this point. I would like to have just been like... That's going to be a, a 10. A 10? My breath. Yeah. You're, not, you're not really sure. Um, it seems like they're having conversation and Katarina keeps getting lost in thought in the middle of it. Uh, Lysithian, suddenly you are going to hear the languages being spoken around you. There are many things that it could still be left on the ship. Yeah, so we, yeah, we're here looking for some for some things that were stolen mm-hmm. uh, from our friend here. That, mm. that so not not magical of- artifacts. That makes sense. That makes sense. Good. Uh, you just seem like you are collectors of antiquities. Powerful, do like antiquities. powerful spells and weapons lost for ages. It breaks my heart to see them just waiting down there. Just someone to pluck away like an oyster's pearl. Well, let's start with uh, with getting what we came here to get. Hmm. Okay. I will lead you there if you would like. That would be no. great. I think we're just fine as we are. Thank you very much. Oh, but you need a guide. There are many dangers in this island that you do not know. I have a very good sense of direction, so you don't need to worry about that. I very much appreciate your help, though. Oh. You guys are having an awful long conversation. What's going on? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, if you don't want to learn about all of the wonderful things on the island, that is your prerogative. I was just trying to help. It has been so long since I have had any type of interaction with anything except for other methods, and they are terribly boring. I'd like to insight check its intention. Thank you, Lysithian. (laughs) All right, Robin, can you push your mic a little bit away? (laughs) Yeah, you are peaking. You are like... Uh, It's going to be a dirty 20. I appreciate the enthusiasm, though. Okay, that is going to be... Let me just... Let me just... Just just roll a dice. I'm sure nothing's going to come. Just for fun. Just for fun. Just for shit. Um, (laughs) I'm going to use a hurt the more on this and just... Wow. Ah, what'd you get? I got a dirty 20. Okay, so a dirty 15 is probably not good enough. Um, (laughs) I'm just saying it would be very useful for you to see things around the island. Yeah, does that that clue you in enough? Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) Give the old old Agnes wink. For those of you who didn't see it, it was one hell of a big overstated wink. Yeah. 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 It was... 
It was ice method all along. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Where his cat's just super distracted by by like, oh my god, but so much money would be go would be great. Shut up. So we are we are very good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, we all have a very very good sense of direction. I greatly appreciate you. Okay. Well. Best of luck. Thank you very much. You have a safe flight, okay? Oh yes, you you too. And it will kind of hover away into the background. What did it say? Well, what? your friend friend crashed their ship here a couple weeks ago and didn't survive. You're <laughs> lucky I stepped in, Katrina. Yeah, what was going on? That you guys were having like to... a long conversation. That thing was going to lead us to our deaths. And you was weren't it? going to let it. No, I get distracted. I know, that's why I kept casting it. Good for you, Lysithian. Thank you. That was I very smart. That. I had. Yes! I know it was! I was just waiting, just like you mean. You guys can cheat. No, Katarina kept it distracted, so I will take that as yeah, a win. But that thing was going to kill us? So we need to keep moving. So does it work for the Ice Maiden, I'm assuming? Because it was similar I to those probably. things. So she probably knows we're here now. Oh, probably. But yeah. Let's just keep moving. Let's get to the ships. Yep. I will throw up the tech magic and I will do my best to find whatever we are did, looking for. Did you at least get any information about where the ship is or what ship it could be? No, the, nor not the northwest arm of the island. Okay. So that's either a trap or the real ship. One of the two. Could be the, the right one or it could be the total opposite one. Don't know. Well, we'll just yeah. have to Who find could out. Fucking say? So apparently. Uh, apparently the ship crashed just off offshore and. Uh, and they swam to shore. And then that didn't go over so well when they got very cold. Yeah, or they killed it. Too. Or, they, or they killed it. But I mean, both are just as likely. Yeah. So did they say it was the per? Like, did, was it? Is it just somebody else, or was it like identified that it was? They said that there's been chasing? that there's been one shipwreck within the last three weeks. Do do we know your feeling that your friend? Was she, for sure heading to the island? She would have headed here for sure. This okay. is where Professor Scant would have le was leading me. Well, if she stole the thing, maybe it's still with her body. I'm yeah. assuming that it would. So she is either somewhere on the island or in the ship. Yeah. Either they were telling the truth about her coming to shore and then they killed her on the island, or they killed her on the ship. Why? All right. I mean... Does it have, search. have to be them? Like, it's fucking cold. <laughs> it's true, but they seem things. That thing, I don't know. I didn't get. Uh, I didn't. Couldn't quite tell anything, but I just don't know. Those things tried to kill us. Well, yeah. But you don't need to overthink it. We don't. <laughs> let's just keep let's moving. Let's just go. Northwest. Northwest. Yes. Fine. Let's go then. With that, Valen will start making her way up those four-foot-high steps. 
Do you continue? Do you follow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, both of you small ones, I want some athletics chests off of you. Acrobatics can work too. Nah, I'll do, uh, I'll do athletics. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen, okay. I rolled a natural five, but I had eight. Nice. It's nice. Nice. This is just a giant stairwell, right? Yep. You can use it if you want to. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Turn into a kangaroo. I was thinking more like like maybe giant eagle or... Ooh, a polar bear should be able to navigate them pretty well. Yeah, a polar bear would be able to jump up them. Because they're freaking big. Yeah, turn into a polar bear. Right, I'm going to turn into a polar bear. <gasps> I should have cold resistance then. I think you might, actually. Technically. I don't know if it's actually on the list. Okay. Hmm. Um, well, you'll definitely still have cold weather gear. Uh, so as you begin to climb up the stairs, the rest of you will just kind of do the whole bend over and roll routine, making your way slowly up the 20 steps that... Well, actually, 22 times 4. That's not the way math works, Kelly. Uh, the 15, 20... No, it doesn't... 20, 50 divided by 4 is... But it doesn't specifically say cold 13. resistance on polar bears. It's only 13 steps. Yeah, However, a... like, real polar bears swim in the Arctic. I will, I will consider. I will take that into consideration. I feel like if I got hit by a cold spell, obviously it'll affect, but... Yeah. Just ambient. I think, I think that you're not going to suffer cold weather like extreme conditions as a polar bear so, so just slowly polar bear. slowly but surely you manage to make your way up the 13 steps that take you above the cliff face as you do you will climb and climb and climb making your way to that 20 foot corridor and as you go up Vistra as you crest the last step, pulling yourself up with all of your might, you'll slip a little, stumbling around before you find yourself, once again, close enough to cat that you catch your balance and no longer have difficulty. You did it, looking down. That was the most calisthenics you have done in quite a while. Well, there was that night with the cleric, but... Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. And with a smile, you turn around and go face first into an icicle that snaps on the side of your face. <laughs> and in the distance, you can hear a raspy... <laughs> echoing in the distance. And you see at the corner of your vision, Sopo, just floating a little too distant watching you as you progress further into the island. Turning to look behind you, you see him but as you do the light is just bright enough that you see the center of the island rising before you is a 600 foot tall mountain of glacial ice its peak carved to resemble a giant skull wearing a crown weaving up the mountain's southern slope 
are enormous stairs hewn from the ice. These steps, which extend from the base of the mountain to the base of the fortress, were clearly made for giants. You see this all glittering in stark relief before you as a shaft of moonlight glistens down through the misty clouds above. And it's there, in that moment of brightness, that you see something. Vister, you will see it flawlessly. But the rest of you will still see something. There, up at the top of Grimscale, you will see a bird. It's like looking at a sparrow in your hand. But you know that it is not. It is 600 feet away and the same size despite the difference in scale. It flaps its wings twice. Powerful gusts of wind blowing bits of the ice from the top of Grimskull as it takes to the sky. In Vistra, you can see, and all of you probably get the sense, that as it takes to the sky, the sky this immense bird, this rock, Vistra, you can see the visage of a beautiful, frozen woman clinging to its back as it begins its nightly trek toward the Ten Towns and Icewind Dale. You see before you, rising to the sky, Oril, the Frost Maiden. And I think that's probably where we should take our break. Because I think you were all a little stunned. <laughs> Allie's really glad that she's white now. She blends in. <laughs> so there's a there's an example. Oh. She can always just like belly flop on yeah, Vistra I got, and I, hide that I was going to say, I got like a beacon right here. Pull your head up. That's true. Whoops, that didn't work well. There we go. All right, so. Stealth mode activated. Okay, folks, uh, we're going to be back in just one sec. We're just going to take a quick bathroom break and then we're going to get back to the action. So don't go anywhere, folks. Boo! Bingo, bango, bongo. This is Lysithian Callisto, and you're listening to Rime of the Frost Maiden. Be sure to tune into Wild Beyond the Witchlight, coming this September to Dork Tales. Oh, what idiots are in that one. Hello, and welcome back to Rime of the Frost Maiden, here on Dork Tales. As you continue your path north, you begin cutting across the treacherous lands of Solstice. Only a few minutes ago, you watched Oral take to the sky, flying toward Icewind Dale on the back of her immense rock. You hid, and as the rock soared into the night sky, it was many long moments with your breath hanging just at the edge of your teeth. And then she was out of sight. She'll probably be gone for a few hours, Phelan says. 
This is our time to actually make some progress around here without worrying about her. Good point. You said northwest? Hmm. Yes. Then let's make haste. Is it still, um... Because you said, like, we couldn't see 200 feet, but then you talked about the moonlight we can see. So is it, like, a clear night now? Uh, as Oral flies away, the, um... The fog will once again begin drifting over. You can see, see in front of you on the island, but you cannot see beyond the island, Vistra. The island itself, you're getting the sense that it's... Uh, make me an int roll, actually. No, oh, no. Why? Why do you make Vistra roll an int roll? Make me an int roll. Three. I don't add anything, so that's a okay. three. So you have a vague recollection of the island appears to have a number of jagged surfaces around it. Its edges are quite quite jagged, kind of like a fallen leaf. Enough that you get a sense of how you'll have to navigate through there. Now, there are two directions that you can go at this point. You can either go, well, I mean, three, you could try to go directly over the center mountain, the 600-foot tall one in front of you. Or you can do the wide angle down and around or up and around. Who is leading this as you trudge through the snow? Uh, although, I will say that those of you who stay near Katarina are finding the snow very easy to cross over. I'm probably around the middle. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably fairly close to the front. So which way do we go? <sighs> I mean, we're kind of starting out, what is that, south? We're on southeast? the southeast right now. So it's like directly opposite, so it doesn't yeah. really matter if we go like... I Obviously, I don't think we should go up and over the mountain, so probably one of the ways around. Mm -hmm. But it, either way, it's probably about the same distance, I'm guessing. So which way should we go? Are any of you trackers? One of you is a druid, the other is some type of wild woman. I'm okay you're... with tracking. Uh Seems like you're a master of all trades. Mistress. Uh. Alright, Kaylee's Of course, you're a giant bear. Kind of just um, uh, if we wait for a bit, I could cast talk with animals and I can speak with Kelly for a second if you want to wait another 10 minutes. I don't want to wait another 10 minutes. I want to start going. Oh, we have a limited window. Alright. Kelly, just start walking somewhere. We'll follow you. Use your okay. bare sense. So what am I looking for? Well, <laughs> you'll have to figure out which direction to go. Although, I have to be honest, make me a survival roll. Um, I'll yes, let her please. resolve that roll first. Sure. Um, 24. 24? Honestly, looking around, you're not sure which way is preferable. Looking around, there are no tracks in the ground. The snow has been blown and buffeted around too, too much. The only tracks here are the ones that you're leaving behind you. Any other that would have been here even an hour ago are completely buried. You know that heading directly across is the crow flies. There are probably some defenses on that mountain. Even if not, 600 feet is a long way. 
The air currents up there might be dangerous if you shift into anything smaller than a giant eagle. And then you'd still have to carry everybody else. And if you slipped up, dropping one of them... Honestly, it's a coin toss. You can go down and around or up and around. Okay, weren't we gonna go to, like, the ship first and get the thing? Yep. Which is at the top yeah, northwest corner of the island. Okay. Northwest. She's gonna head that way, then. So, like I'm saying, you can go down and around or up and around. Either way, you have to go around the center, the center mountain. Oh. Like... Okay. The mountain's Basically, in the middle. Yeah, we're, we're, we're at down, one corner. Yeah. It's at the like, directly opposite corner. We have to go either around okay. the mountain, but whether up or down. You are here. Okay, well, why the fuck would we climb a fucking mountain that's going to be even longer than going around the edge? Yes, but there's going, the, like, around the north end or going around the south. You oh, have to go one mountain. way or the other. Which way are you going? This is what these, this last five minutes has been about. Okay, I was kind of like, why are we talking about climbing a fucking mountain? We're not, we're not. We're not. We're <laughs> figuring if you rolled a survival roll that could maybe give us a better direction to go of like around to the north or around to the south. Okay, well, based on my 24, does either one seem more viable? They honestly seem or about absolutely the equal. I, I just said, it seems like a coin toss. Okay. Well, sorry, I'm trying to get the information as not clear, so that's why I'm trying to clarify. Um, let's go to our right. <laughs> okay, so up and along the way. Yeah. Callie's gonna start heading that way then. Okay. You guys cannot get angry at me if this turned out to be a bad decision. <laughs> nope, nope, this was You fine. guys shirk, shirked the decision. Nah, you, you're the baby. I, you're the leader. I don't care. I rolled a three to figure this out. I, so not I was going to suggest I could send Tibbs forward if someone's willing to let me hold on to their shoulder. Yeah, you can. Hallie's going to kind of sit back on her haunches and go, big bear shrug. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd go. like to send uh, Tibbs ahead of us. Sounds good. And have them moving ahead of us and like looking through and scouting and doing cool stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, because you, you can you can walk when you're like using. Yeah. Tubes? I just okay. I can't see or hear through Lysithian. Yeah. I can only see and hear through my familiar. Cool. So cat um, cat will keep you upright okay. and cool. and safe while while you're doing that. Well, I will hold on to Katarina's shoulder. Okay. Um, and look through uh, Tibbs's eyes and send him forward. Okay. Can you well, do me I a guess... favor and make me a stealth roll for Tibbs? Sure. Uh, I'll probably then be at the back if Callie's in the front and then Cat sure. and Lysithian and Cat uh, are in the middle and then Valen's probably behind them and then I'll be at the back. Okay. Getting... It's modifier. Hold on. Cells uh, would be hacking bags. Okay. Okay, so it's gonna be eleven. Eleven. Okay. Tibbs manages to make his way up to the north, around the eastern side of the mountain. As it begins to swing 
around. Can you make me a perception roll for tips? Okay. Uh, it's going to be... going to be 13. 13? Tibbs manages to scoot ahead, moving faster than you at a full run, kind of bobbing, a little white, a little white jumping fox leaving little trails through the snow as he bobs up and down up and down with little hops he works his way around gets a good hundred meters in front of you and then pauses in the snow looking over toward the side of the mountain you are going to see through his eyes Lysithian and there there on the uh, on the side of the mountain, atop a, atop a slight ridge are seven shallow caves. And as Tibbs looks up, uh, can you make me a perception roll? You use his senses entirely, right? Yeah. So you roll with advantage, please. Okay. That's going to be... And that was a perception? Perception. Uh, 21. You are going to smell the unmistakable scent of Yeti fur. Hey. I can smell Yetis. Tibbs oh, smells Yetis. Okay, so we want to be quiet. There are seven caves up that way. And I'll point to where approximately... <laughs> I kind of feel like Tibbs is, like still okay. looking through Tibbs's eyes. That's fair. Uh, around that way. I can't hear you guys if you're saying anything to me, so. Yep, um, if we need them to pop pink. Um, do we want to be stealthy? That's probably a good idea, yeah. Yeah, because. If we can avoid yetis, that would be optimal. Um, can I remember? Uh, can I make some sort of <laughs> roll to figure out? Remember if like yetis, how good their sense of smell is? You can make me a nature roll. Yeah. Nature. Okay, that's better. Mm -hmm. I, was, I, I add. No, I don't add anything to nature. That's eleven. Eleven. Um, they're very hard to see in the snow. Their fur blends right in, making them natural predators of this environment. Um, can I actually roll any perception on, um, smell? Because I have advantage on that. Sure. I, now that Lysisian has said about it, can I... Yes, you may. Also sent. So go ahead, roll with advantage. Um, it's going to be a little bit higher difficulty for you because you are much further away, but... Okay, so what the hell do I have? Uh, 18. You'll catch just the barest hint of the musk of a yeti on the wind. But not just one. It blurs together. There are more than probably a couple. Maybe a family. This is yeti country. Callie's gonna clear the snow for a moment and... Right with a claw 
more than one couple. <laughs> Tad is going to uh, basically prep her crossbow uh, at this point. Uh, so she's just going to have that. Uh, she's she's going to be holding that in front of her, uh, loaded, ready uh, to fire. Kelly, where can you point with your nose about where where did you smell them? Like were they smelled by the caves or that like they mentioned or? Seems ballpark like feet. that's where they're coming from, Callie. Callie's gonna kind of shrug and be like, "Wind direction is blah." Fair, <laughs> uh, I just didn't know if they're like you smelling them behind us or something. Like they're coming up for a snake attack. But if they're smelling it kind of forward with the wind, then it's fine. We just have to be quiet. The one benefit is we're downwind, right? That matters. Yes. Yeah, so let's just keep quiet, I guess, and try mm -hmm. and move past. Yeah. Alright. With that, I'd like everyone to make me a stealth roll. I'm gonna Am I it making up. it for Lysithian? Yes. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna use my inspiration to reroll that four. That's much better. I'm gonna actually let's see. The polar bear got eighteen. I got twenty-four. And I'm gonna spend my determination. Yeah, I'm gonna oh. throw my determination into it, uh, which mm -hmm. is gonna make it fourteen. Eighteen with my determination. Okay. All right, fourteen, eighteen. One moment. Okay. Well, Tibbs is definitely good to go. Um, yeah. Okay. As you begin to make your way around the side, how close are you getting to this? How much, how much distance are you giving these caves versus... Um, and also, don't forget that there is a map that you can refer to. Oh, okay, so those are yeah. So just the uh, caves? okay. Yeah. So how much how much of a distance are you giving here? Now each one of these squares is two hundred feet, so you are traveling quite a bit of a bit of ground here. Uh, so this map looks like it is. Oh, let me just do quick math. Uh, so from one ship to the other is uh, five thousand feet. Just, and that, just, that, yeah. that's a straight line too yeah. so from one side to the other so to get all the way over there uh, is going to be I guess it's about a mile and a half around because I think um, isn't a mile 5,000 feet uh, a mile is 5,280 feet cool so it is a mile and a half as you are arcing around to get there through the snow I think Callie's going to try and be careful and give as much of a breadth as she can without falling into the, that looks like a little crevasse or a mountain there are little hills and embankments. Little hills? Yeah. So she'll try and skirt around it so you're not climbing up, mm -hmm. but still stay far enough away from yeah. everything to try and minimize the chance that they'll no notice us. That's fair. As you, um, as you make your way around, you'll crouch low. And as you move north, you'll hear bit of motion coming all around you. 
snow cascading down the sides of that central mountain. The sound of your own footsteps echoing. The sound of creaking ice. And there, in the distance, from the edge of those caves, an occasional yell, a roar suddenly cuts through the darkness, and another answers. And nothing happens. It sounds like Yeti's screaming, but they appear to be having a disagreement, arguing perhaps over some food. As you're wandering nearby, suddenly you will hear as something flies through the air and bounces a good hundred feet in front of you and to the left. It is the skinned and bloodied skull of a walrus. Looks like it was discarded. And for us? Uh, kind of over in front of you and to the left. Looks like it was thrown directly out of one of the cages or the caves. But not like close enough to be like a warning, like more like a warning shot or like a just dis discarded throwing argument. You're not 100% sure. You can make me an insight roll. I would love to make an insight roll. I would love you to. Do it. I'm going to pop. Uh, I'm going to telepathically tell Tibbs to come back and I'm gonna pop out of Tibbs. Okay, Tibbs is going to be... to bounce and trounce back toward you and is going to climb up on you and curl around your neck again. As a fox? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. You got a fox scarf. Mm-hmm, I do. Mm. It's, it's fox it's, fur. It's preheated. It is preheated. Uh, what'd you get, Vistra? Dirt or twine. Uh, you think it was like a discarded beer can. All of the meat has been sucked off. You can see it so clearly with your vision. With your eagle eyes, you can see every nook, cranny, and bite mark that has rended the flesh off of this walrus's face. Even the brains have been sucked out. Don't think they saw us. I think it's just coincidence. But let's try not make a disturbance as much as possible. Mm, probably the best idea. Let's just keep going and try not make any sound. Sure. Sounds easy enough. Yep, let's go. You continue to make your way north. Another few hundred feet pass. The winds howl. Slows. It's still freezing here, but the area in front of you seems a bit less full of snow. Well, the air is not so blanketed. Through the blowing snow, you see a grand assembly of ice sculptures across the snowy field at the foot of the mountain at the center of the island. Closer examination reveals the sculptures are completely faithful to their subjects. Bears, elk, saber-toothed tigers, wolves, yeti. Remorises, 
white dragons, and other creatures of the north. No mortal hand could have made something this beautiful. Vistra, even so, can you make me a wisdom save, please? Oh, that's not a good thing to do for me. Mm -hmm. Natural 20. Okay. Uh, as you are heading forward, looking at this wondrous, almost, it almost looks like a Zen garden of frozen sculptures. And as you turn, you will suddenly be confronted with one that you didn't see until just now. In fact, it was more of a hill than anything. But as you turn around, a white dragon is looking directly at you. And for a moment you think it's real, that terror, that phobia that you've developed wells up in your chest. It's a sculpture. Flawless. Perfect. What do you do? Uh, I don't like dragons. Mister's gonna like back away. Like, doo -doo -doo -doo. And like, she's like wanting to go and smash it with her axe, but she knows it's probably not a good idea. But she's like, then yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, I'm sure there's gonna there's sure there's consequences. This is a weird, freaky, gone. I don't like this noise. This is a dragon. I don't like dragons. Yeah, I know. They're a bit he... of a piss baby around them. Uh, I'm sorry. I faced them twice. One blew my arm off. I wasn't judging. I was just stating a fact. Oh, okay. If you just call me a piss baby, I was like, what? I was just stating a fact. I can send Tibbs up to check it out. I'd rather he doesn't get destroyed again because I don't feel no, like resummoning him, but... Okay. He feels the uh, the feeling is mutual. You feel that in your head. Wait, it's just again? Mm-hmm. I'll just scritch him. No, it's uh, fine. It just spooked me. I'll turn around and... If it's just a... Um, if it's just a statue, I don't think we have anything to worry about. So I say... I say we avoid these caves, and we avoid this garden, and we head as close as we can towards the, uh, the docks like we wanted to. Do you think she Blue bear head will loom over you all and snuffle. Right. You think she made these, or Who they could were here say? before? Hmm. I don't know. Possibly. Goddesses can probably get bored, too. Yeah. And I wouldn't oh. be surprised. Let's keep going. How long have we been walking? A while. Yeah. At least an hour. Yeah, lead the way, faithful steed. She says down at you, Callie. Can you make me another survival roll, Callie? Mr. Like. Scritches Callie's ears. Eighteen. Eighteen? You That's your number for tonight. <laughs> you continue meandering your way north. But with the polar bear, it's flat. No bonus. <laughs> you continue meandering your way north. Figuring that it's probably better 
to hit the corner and then buff it over rather than try to do an arc and hope that you're doing it right. It'll add a little bit of a waste to your trip, but it'll be precise. And precision in this type of environment is key. You continue to trudge north. And soon enough, actually. You'll find actually, yourself... I was wrong. It was 21. Sorry. Okay. Well, that's still good. Soon enough, you'll find yourself at the edge of one of these cliffs, looking out into the brief, only 200-foot gap between the cliff walls and the edge of the island of Solstice. However, from here, you can see directly beneath you, just down a 50-foot embankment, a ship. It's half-submerged, but half of it is embedded on the frozen rocks beneath you. It doesn't look particularly new, but who knows what type of secrets it could have inside. What treasures. You can continue on if you'd like, or you could take a brief respite and insert it. Depends. Allie's going to nudge the others and look at it. Kind of point it out. Do you want to give me a few minutes and I can poof up detect magic as we walk? Mm-hmm. Callie's yeah, going to sure. write out curious. Okay. I yeah, will. It's, it's kind of close. Like. Oh, hush. I'm going to pull out my spell book and start just kind of uh, muttering and casting under my breath. Okay. Sorry, I'm just checking what what was in this one because it's mm-hmm. randomized whichever one you go to. And I'll just put a little check mark next to that. Sounds good. Uh, Lysithian, you continue walking toward the cliff face, looking around. What's the range on Detect Magic? Uh, let me double check that for you. Because it's a 50 foot drop to the water unless you decide to start climbing down. It is 30, uh, it's 30 feet from myself. Okay, so you'd have to climb down closer to the water anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, there is a ridged embankment along the base of the cliff, so you don't actually have to drip, dip directly into the water. The cliff face kind of goes down, but there is kind of like a little bit of floating ice at the bottom that should be able to support your weight, I'm going to say. And then and you'll... Cat, Cat was going to go down as well. Okay, so what I'd like is you can either just take 20 to climb down, like take a full like 15 minutes to climb down the 50 feet, uh, or you can do it faster with a roll. I'm gonna take my heckin' time because okay, I don't good. have anything. Who else is going down? Anybody? I will do it with a roll. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna gonna roll it. Okay, sure. If you'd like to, go ahead. That's athletics. Ah, uh, yes, it is. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, so Lysithian, they're going to make it down in about half the time that you do. Just mm-hmm. kind of hacking and rappelling down. You're going to take your time and actually put the pittens in. Actually make sure that the ice wall is good enough that you can probably climb up quickly again. Yeah. Uh, but you will make it down safely. Now, as you are down there a few minutes before Lysithian reaches there, you are going to hear the sound of lapping water as this island floats gently the middle of the frozen ocean. What are you looking for? What are you looking at? Are you trying to reach the ship? You might oh. be able to make your way over to it by jumping on some of these ice flows. Uh, acrobatics check? Yeah, go ahead. 
I'm gonna use a different dice, actually. Which Callie's gonna carefully climb down the ice wall too. As a polar bear. Yep. Uh, twenty-six. Now it's a pretty steep oh, cliff face. Athletics is strength based, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know what? Sure. I guess. I get. Let's try it. Let's do it. Polar bears have strength. But do they have ways of like climbing? I mean, I guess. I mean, have you seen some of the places where mm. apparently they put their nests over hibernation period? Their ne <laughs> like, nests? Okay. All right. Sure. They come sliding down on their asses later. Okay, true. <laughs> well, just don't it's don't fail cute. this. Twenty-one. Okay. Polar bears uh, have twenty strength. Valen is gonna borrow some of your climbing gear and take her time with Lysithian. Because Mama didn't raise no fool. <laughs> I got a twenty-six on my acrobatics. Okay, so you're gonna be able to jump from from one to one, and uh, eventually. Um, you are going to make your way to the bow of the ship, which is cracked in half. Most of this boat is entirely underwater. It looks like it was a merchant vessel from Luskin, probably. Ooh, this style of boat? You remember this from your childhood. Seeing it in the ports and moving around Baldur's Gate. Okay. This looks quite this old. Yeah, I'd I'd like to investigate it. I'm not I guess I'm not really too concerned about the water cuz I can press the digitation myself dry. So True. All right, make me an investigation roll. Vistra, you're there as well. So what are you doing? Oh, I was going to say I haven't rolled to do acrobatics yet. I was wondering what else other way did it look like if there's any other option to get to the ship? You could just swim it. Would I take a lot of You're resistant to cold. Okay, cool. I will swim then. Okay, so leaping yeah. into the frigid water, you will begin swimming over. Um, Callie's going to snuffle at the water and see how it feels to the polar bear. It feels freaking cold, but I'm going to say you're a polar bear. It's going to be fine. Okay, she's going to swim as well. I, <laughs> it's not in the rules, but let's be fair. You did bring up a good point. You are a polar bear. This is literally how they survive. Yep. If you were a bird and I said you couldn't fly because the rules didn't say so, I'd feel like a jerk. <laughs> right? Yeah. Paddle, paddle, oh, well, paddle. Shake, shake, shake. Well, I don't know if a bird can do that. It's not in the rules. I may have seen a couple of birds do that before, but, <laughs> you know. Um, so you are going to swim over, uh, meeting uh, Katarina as she is there on the ship. Uh, now, here's the deal, folks. What I can do is I rolled to see what was on this ship. We can keep my roll, or one of you can roll, and we can use that. Is your roll interesting? In a way. I mean, I liked your reaction when you rolled it. Then fine. Then we'll yeah. use my roll. Let's, let's go Kelly's roll. Are, are, we, are we thinking Kelly's roll? Sure. Yeah, I'm fine with All that. Right. All and right. I'll have detect magic up. So, by the And time. I got Sounds a good. dirty 20 for investigation. Die. Okay. So as you reach the side of the, of the boat, uh, you will see that this thing is heavily damaged. And so much so that... As you look around in it, you are going to have this awful disappointment well up in your chest. Great. What a waste. That was... It's going to take you a half hour between finding this and getting back up. All of this time you wasted for nothing. There's nothing that could have survived here. Half of it's underwater. And the way this ship hit the side of the iceberg... There's nothing here. There's absolutely nothing here. 
and then you'll see a dark shape. A shadow begin to float up from the destroyed center of the ship. It's large. Very large. Very, very large. As big as an elephant, and it's coming your way. What do you do? Um, acrobatics off onto an ice floe. Okay, make me make me that. I will uh, gladly do that thing. Vistra's just gonna pray, get her uh, her great axe out. Prepare uh, to attack whatever jumps at her. I got a 19 on the acrobatics. And once I land, I'm going to have my crossbow out and prepare okay. it as well. I guess, you know what? I'm going to step that back. It's going to be a small elephant. It's going to be like more like a bull-sized. But like a big okay. bull. Okay. You're going to pull your crossbow ready. You're going to get your axe ready. Uh, Callie. Uh, this thing starts to emerge forward. And then suddenly, you will see the fuzzy whiskers and long, sharp tusks of an adult walrus. It tilts its head at you, looks at your crossbow. There's no need for that. Hell yeah. What? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to surprise you. Are you all? She'll Freshening growl sound. Uh, hello. Good. Uh, I guess, uh, good, hello. Good day. Good to see you. Nice to see you too. We were uh, just exploring the wreck. Oh, adventurers. Yeah. I love coming in contact with adventurers. There are so Would few that many? make it to this island. Wait, sorry, I'm sorry. I said, do you get many? Oh, not terribly. Yeah, we, uh, we saw this wreck and figured, oh, we'll come check it out. And I oh. recognized the design from my childhood from a, like a hundred oh, some odd years ago. Yes, the design is quite, quite, uh, quite intriguing. But um, I'm afraid this one is not particularly useful to you. Um, the only thing inside of it is this um, this necklace. And with this, the Walders will kind of stick his head a bit out of the water. Uh, and you will see that he is wearing a... Um, uh, it looks kind of like a necklace on him, but you'll see that it is a, a long, thick cord tied around a potion dangling from his neck. Allie's going to get down and kind of, you know that picture of the dog reaching down to the goldfish looking like they're going to snoop boop? Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, going to kind of do that and be like. Hello. And get we're a closer not, look. We're not What's going to have any name? trouble, are we, with your pet? No, she's a wow. person. No, she's our halfling. Yeah. I don't. She's a druid. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Big uh, toothy bear grin. What's her name? I'm Vistra. I don't have a name. I'm just, um, I'm just a walrus. Wooly? How sure. do you like Wooly? Well, Wooly or Wally? I can't understand Wally. your accent. Yes, a lot of people say that. Wally? Wally. Yes, the first one. Ah, oh, you poor creature. You seem to have frozen. Unfortunately, that's just my face. Um... As you are approaching, can you do me a favor? Looking at looking at the thing around his neck, uh, your detect magic is going to flash on. Uh, make me an arcana roll. Absolutely. Okay, that's going to be plus. That's going to be seventeen. Uh, that is a potion with a what looks like an abjuration effect on it. Probably a resistance potion. 
given the color and the way that it kind of glows with a soft blue light around his neck, you think it might be a potion of resist cold. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Wally, was it? Uh, apparently so. I suppose so. Hmm. Um, would you mind if I take a look at your necklace a little bit closer? Oh. From my studies, it seems to be more of a, a potion that we adventurers Oh, I say, well, that wouldn't be useful for me at all. Um, oh, here. And he'll swim over to you. Um, and will pop up a lot and kind of bend his head over toward you. Thank you very much, and I'll take it. Yes, and hopefully it'll be some use to you then. It definitely will be. I, I very much appreciate it. Mm. Hallie's going to rummage in like her bag that's turned into a saddlebag and see if she can pull out the fabric doll with an angry expression that she has mm. and offer that to him. Oh, this is lovely. <laughs> Who woke D- you up? Mm, it was quite a while ago. Uh, I believe it was a um, one like your friend here. Not, not a polar bear, but a druid. Do you know Angerjack? Um, oh, yes, yes. Angerjack is a friend of mine. Are you? Uh, of course. Angerjack is a friend of everyone. All of the sea creatures love him. That's right. Um, the, I remember very uh, scant moments of uh, dealing with, um, uh, I believe, a human woman, perhaps a half-elf. I, my recollection is hazy. It had two legs and it was about the same height. Um, I forget the name. It started with, um, with a rhotic sound. Rrrr. Ra- Ravv- Her name was Ravison. That's the same name as the other... Bingo. Yeah. Well, it seems that uh, that druid was making the rounds. We've met yeah. other creatures who have been awoken by them. She was quite pleasant to me. She's been busy. Well, I suppose so. Um, well, I should be going. Good luck. Um, the next ship is quite interesting, but do be careful. Interesting how? Well... There are, um, there are some creatures inside. But, um, I never get close enough to see what they are. Figures moving in the night. But each of these wrecks has something interesting. In fact, I can't remember which one it was, but there was one that had, oh, it had to be at least six giant oysters. And if you've ever seen them when they feed, whew. Well, a pearl the size of mm, your skull. He gestures over at you, Vistra. I'll look at uh, Valen. It's like, does that sound like what you're looking for? It sounds valuable. But no, that's not what I'm looking for. Did you see... A ship that crashed recently. Yes, I, I, um, uh, yes, there was another shipwreck. Um, I believe, uh, the newest one is, uh, two shipwrecks away. Not the next one, but the next one. Uh, if you are going, 
um, around like the moon. Thank you. Did Sounds you find good. anything inside of it? I didn't scouted it. I'm sorry. Lady with the fire hair. Uh, tall Which lady one? with the tall one. Mm -hmm. You were speaking. I I assume he's referring to cat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. You were speaking. Mm. No, I was just gonna say well. Shall we head on over to find it then? Tata! Be well! It's great to meet you. Allie kind of sits up on her haunches and waves one polar bear hand. Alright, it, it waves very goodbye. Nice to meet you! Yes, thank you! And swims away. Alright, I no longer have a fabric doll with an angry expression. <laughs> just try to get rid of that. I was just like, well, I mean, he's given up his necklace. Maybe he'd like something in return. It's yeah. cool. Why not? I was, I was like looking through them, like, well, I gave my beard to the whale, so I don't have anything else to give. <laughs> What do you do now? I guess now, head, head back up the wall. Yeah, would that be faster? I'm assuming than like trudging along this kind of edge. It's not. It's not perfect enough to do that. Okay. Yeah, back up then. Right. Yeah, why not? Heading back up the wall. Um, so Lysithian, using the path that you made, you and um, Valen will be able to climb it in about ten or twelve minutes, just normal speed. Mm-hmm. I Kay. got a fifteen on athletics. Okay, so you can do it slowly but surely. Um, 22. 23. Okay. It takes about 10 minutes, but you can all make it back up, going at a reasonable pace. At the top, you once again begin trudging, continuing along the edge. I'd like a survival roll from Callie, please. If you're leading everyone. Uh, 18. 18? So I was trying to find the right thing on the sheet. You'll continue working your way across. The cold reaches out to you as you move. And soon enough, you'll find yourself at another spoke. This one, the most northernly, just a bit to the west. You can see over the edge that down in the water, just a, a bit further offshore on this one, is another wreck propped up on rocks like a ship in a bottle. This one appears to be, it's a bit further from shore, but completely, except for the very bottom, above water. Yeah, but this one had the, the monsters or something, creatures. Something in it. Well, what, do you, what do we think? Do we want to stop or do we want to just keep going? I mean, if there's something there and they said movement in the night, probably have taken everything ship, I guess. Unless they're using it as shelter. Really didn't clarify that with Wally. But either... We should probably check it out anyway. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Are you sure? Um, Bam. Kelly. Yes. How long has it been since we started yeah, moving? Uh, about two hours now. Okay. Ooh, two, two and a half. We'll say two and a half because okay. we did do the half hour up and down. Okay, so I've got an so, hour and a half left in this wild shape. Okay. And then, so. yeah, because basically our knowledge is that we have a few hours of safety from oral. So we want to keep mm -hmm. that in mind. That's a good point. Um, yeah, that's my only concern, is that she's going to come back at some point. And then it gets much more difficult. We check so out much. the shipwreck that is most likely Ness's, is what I believe. If we have time, yeah. yeah so we need we... to get there. We can't waste our time with other boats. Yeah. So we're not going down to this one. No. Don't think we should. I don't I think, think we so. should go to the most recent time. one. I agree. All right, let's go. Hold on Plus. one second, though. Let's just confirm something. Agreed? Go take a look, she says to the owl on her shoulder, which takes flight. It circles around the boat once. Okay. And as Valen is standing there, her eyes are going to fog over white for a moment. There's something in the deep. Something moving around in the water. Horrible. Horrible little monsters. Human-sized. A bit larger. I can't get a good look, but I can see them moving. There's something inside of the ship. Gold. It's glittering gold. In a large cauldron. That's all I can see. Maybe later. Yeah, let's let's do what we came here to do and get in, yeah. get then, out. If yeah, and then Plus, we'll deal with things will later. Just make us weaker for whatever no whatever you know what we're gonna face weaken weakening us now at the beginning is probably not the smartest plan we need to be strong for if the frost maiden comes back and sees us and we need to keep our wits about us then let's keep going you continue over to the west making your way slowly but surely along the edge and down, heading south. Again, in front of you, you'll see another one of these gardens, these ice sculpture pavilions. Once again, Vistra, the leering face of a white dragon looms down at you, and I want you to make me another wisdom save. I figured that. Can I give her my inspiration? You may, sure. Oh, thank you. You know what? That was probably good because one was a six, so I don't, you know, and I add one to that. But the next one was an eleven, so that's gonna be twelve total. Twelve total. Okay. Yep. Um. 
You are irrationally angry and want to, are very mad at this thing. Okay. I will make a swing at it. Sure. Are you going to? If it feels like that I am sure. irrationally make, mad at it, make me I an attack roll. Make an attack roll at it. Here we go. Yup, here we go. <laughs> Just a 26 hit? A 26 hits. This dragon leers in front of you, staring you down with cold eyes like diamonds. And as it does, you raise your axe and slam it directly between its eyes, running a crack up the entire body. The head snaps open and falls to the ground. The ice shatters. The body lays, oh, pardon me, the, the body stays there, motionless. Suddenly, as you do that, the snow begins to swirl around you, nearby, just a few feet away from each of you. It begins to crystallize. An ice sculpture forms directly in front of you. It's a woman, nearly seven feet tall, made of glittering snow and ice. Vistra, you've never seen this woman before, but she is familiar as the face of your mother. And all of you will recognize her voice. Defilers! Oral says, pointing a finger at you. She points a finger directly at you, Vistra. Uh, you will automatically succeed this roll. But you will feel a chill run down your spine. Defilers! you to my garden of death. Korgov, punish them, she says, and then dissolves into snow. But in the distance, you will hear something getting closer. And can I get an initiative roll off of everybody, please? You yeah. sure can. All right. There we go. It'll be 17. 17. You and your issues, Vistra. I know. Jeez. It's so good, though. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. That's a kind of poopy initiative. Oh, that's for just a second. Also, hello, Dungeon Knights. Good to see you there, buddy. It's been a while. Ooh. And that's what the, I get advantage Excuse on initiative, me. and I still rolled that. <laughs> Okay, there we go. Yay, I pulled up the stats. That took way too long. Okay, uh, so going down the initiative list, let us go ahead. Uh, who has above a 17? 21. 21? Okay. Me too, Nat, 20. Cat is first. So you had a you had a 21 as well? No, I had 20. Okay. Uh, you asked for above 17, so. Okay, so that's going to be Callie. Uh, anybody get above 15? Okay. Uh, you are going to hear this coming, so you are not going to be surprised. All right, Vistra, what'd you get? Twelve. Okay, what'd you get, Lysithian? Seventeen. Would you? So was that? 
17. Okay. Sorry, speaking way off mic. <laughs> That's fair. All right, so it's going to go Callie, pardon me, Cat, uh, Callie, um, Thing, Lysithian, Vistra, uh, and then um, Valen rolled a big fat one. <laughs> All oh, right. Nice. And as. some of that running. You are going to hear an explosion of ice behind you as something emerges from the edge of the cliff face. Ice begins to fall. Snow begins to cascade as this immense, huge monstrosity explodes out of the ice like a rampaging gorilla, slamming its hands into the ice, roaring to the air. A yeti. The largest yeti you've ever seen in your life. One might even call it abominable. It roars and charges. Cat, it is your turn. What do you do? This thing is about 30 feet from you when you see it. Okay, so um, I'm going to use my bard college uh, feature to uh, use my bardic inspiration dice to give it a negative on a, on a save. Okay. So I will start by rolling that. That's going to be a minus eight to your, um, to your con save. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to cast Shatter at a fourth level on this thing. Okay. Damn! Just popping off. Just, just popping off. Yeah. So I have so a minus what? You have a minus eight. All right. Here we go. Uh, what do I need for this? Uh, you need uh, a 16. Okay, that's going to be a hit. Roll me. All right, here we go. All right, so as this thing pops up and she turns around and sees it, she's like, oh, hell no, you ugly bastard. It's time to get thunderstruck. Poof. And she is going to hit it with that plus that plus that plus that plus that for 34 uh, thunder damage. And you're rolling d8s, right? I'm rolling d8s. Okay. I got three eights on that. Out so of how much damage? Uh, uh, 34 total. Okay. So I got three eights and two fives. Uh, it is going to. Good hit. Solid hit. All right. As you slam thunder damage is going to strike and you are going to hear an explosion of snow and ice and a cascade of an avalanche is going to begin to fall behind this and instead this thing looks up at you and locks eyes with you and snarls and is going to lunge forward Callie it's your turn it's going to charge you uh, focus directly at Katarina okay um, Callie's going to attack as well as okay. the polar bear. Then we'll do that rear up mm -hmm. of the polar bear. Now, how large is this thing? Is it like large it is creature? Literally huge. So huge oh, is the size. Huge of, size class. Huge is above large. Okay. Well, Callie's gonna rear up and go for it. Alright. Uh, so huge is a fifteen by fifteen square usually. So like a fire giant. Jesus. Yeah. It's it's a Yeti that lifts. Okay, so uh, that is a dirty 20 for the bite. That'll hit. And 26 for the claws. That'll hit. Roll me damage. 
is... Okay, so you're going to close the distance, basically meeting it about 15 feet as it's coming closer. Twenty-seven points of damage. Twenty-seven points of damage is a damn good hit. Uh, you are going to rend deep ruts into its flesh with your claws. Your bite connects and pulls back, and as it does, um, it tastes mangy and frozen as you pull back, and it is going to snarl as you look at it. Do you have anything else that you can do with your action? Do you have a bonus action? No, but I do have a 40-foot speed, so I think I'm going to kind of, like, move away. Okay, it'll get a free attack if you do. Oh, shit. Actually, yeah, you, yeah, it will. Okay. Okay. Um, so are you doing that? Three, two, one. Yeah, I'll stay, because I guess I'll okay. get attacked either way, so... Okay, I'm going to spend a hurt them more to start off my round like this. You slam into it. It turns and looks at your allies. Katarina, how close were you to... Actually, everybody was in, within 15 feet of Katarina because of the uh, of the speed bonuses. Yeah, and I was 30 feet away from the, from the Yeti. That is perfect. Uh, the Yeti is going to turn at you uh, and is going to roar again as it opens its mouth and unleashes a blast of frigid cold air. I need all of you to make me a constitution save. Oh god, Valen. 18. Nat 20. Um, me too? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Alright, that's You're 21. not immune. That's true. 21. 22. Oh, damn. Okay, so Valen failed, but... Hey, that's fine. Uh, I got 23 after my bonuses, but not 20, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, each of you is going to take 21 points of cold damage. Vistor, you will take 10. Uh, as this breath uh, surges into you, Velen is going to take uh, much more than that. She's going to take 43 uh, and is definitely beyond bloodied as she tries to hold herself up inside of her cloak as this <laughs> this cold begins to pelt you all. Uh, so that was my hurt the more. Uh, at this point, it is going to... Uh, it is going to target Katarina with this. I need you to make me another con save. Coming up. Uh, that's going to be a 14. All right. Uh, that's not enough. Oh no! Okay, so... Hurt me more. Uh, that is going to be... Uh, you're gonna take 23 points of cold damage and are paralyzed for one minute. Oh no! Uh, you may redo the saving throw at the end of your turns, ending the effect on a success. Okay. Uh, and if you succeed, you're immune to this for an hour. Uh, it okay. will do that. It locks eyes with you, and you will feel the cold begin to work its way into your veins, and then it's going to snap its head back at Callie and is going to come at you with two claw attacks. Okay, that one one is a miss, but one is probably a hit with a 20... Oh, actually, what's your AC? 12. That is two hits. It's a, it's a bear. Okay, so... Uh, the first one is going to deal 17 points of damage, and the second is going to deal an additional 15 points of damage with slashing. Hold on, though. 
because the first one is actually going... Uh, so, 17, and then 15, and then 9 and 10 points of cold damage on top of that. So the first one's going to be 26 points of cold damage. Or, pardon me, 20, yeah, 26 points of cold damage. The second one is going to be 24. Okay. Or, pardon me. I said cold damage. You keep giving me numbers while I'm trying to count. Um, so, you... so I've gotten the 17 and the 15 down. Okay, then add another 19 cold damage. Okay. okay. And that is the Yeti's turn. As he scratches you twice, uh, you feel these rending claws begin to freeze your blood in your veins. Are you still up as a polar bear? Uh, no, I am back to a halfling. Okay. He slams you back down so hard that he basically, like, grabs Callie and rips. And you'll see bits of polar bear flesh explode as she shrinks back down into a halfling. Almost as if he tore the skin right off of her. Uh, Lysithian, you are up. This is directly in front of you. What do you do? That, um... <laughs> I'm going to... Oh god, what, what, what even spells do I have? What are spells? I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb at it. Okay. And fire damage. Okay. And I'm just going to uh, launch this orb at it. All right, make me uh, make me a roll. Yeet. Do better, you asshole. It's going to be nine... I rolled a two. Did you roll a two? Does anybody have inspiration? Uh, I'll I'll give them my mine. Oh okay. fucking dip! Thanks, fam. Here comes the one. Uh, no, that's actually gonna be twenty-one. Twenty-one. That's a hit. Roll me damage. Dip. That's gonna be four d eight. I don't like that. I do. Well, I'm in this game too, guys. <laughs> All right. Twenty-seven total damage. Twenty-seven total damage is a phenomenal hit. Uh, as you slam this chromatic orb into it, it begins to burn away part of its fur, and it's going to roar in. Is that a hint of terror in its roar? It shies back, kind of swatting down at its. Uh, at its arm, kind of shrugging away, trying to escape this surging pain. Uh, that's, that's good. That's a good hit. All right, Vistra, it's your turn. What do you do? Um, I would like to rage. Um, All right, I would like it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I will, because what, it's, it's 30 feet away from me? 30 us, feet or? away from you, yeah. Okay. So I can run, but I cannot escape after. Cool. All right, fine. I run up, and I will take two whopping hits with my great axe. Okay. I'll attack recklessly. I would like you to. If I survive, you're in trouble. I know. That's the gamble. Mm. That was worth every Oh, Lord. The first roll I did was a four to three. So does a 12 hit? A 12 does not hit. 
Shit. Okay, so the first one misses. Vistra, what is going on? Alright, that makes up for that. That is a crit, baby. Okay, so one miss and one crit? Yep. Okay, roll me 2d12. Cool, 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 cool. Plus strength and Raj. Really? Really? I rolled a 3 for the first one. Mm -hmm. That is poop poop. And then a 10. Okay, so we got 13 plus 7. Oh, I forgot about my stupid great weapons master. It's too late to too late now. declare that. I know, I keep forgetting about that. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. So that's going to be 20 points of damage, and I'm fucked. 20 points of damage. All right. Um, you rush up snarling and slam your axe into it twice, spreading its blood under the ground. This thing is very badly wounded. Very badly. Nearing death. Speaking of nearing death, behind you, Valen is going to clutch at her chest. She's trembling horribly from the damage, and as she raises her hand, she's going to aim at the creature. Not like this. Uh, maybe like this, actually. Ooh, wait, hold on. Is that a hit? Is that a hit? I don't think that's a hit. That is a hit. Wait, is it a hit? Hold on. That is a miss. Damn, it's a miss by one. Sorry, I still have the Yeti stats up. I'm like, oh, it is a hit on Yeti. Wait, Determination! She doesn't have any. <laughs> She's an NPC. She don't got it. Yeah. Uh, so she is going to try Vampiric Touch. Uh, that is going to fail, which is unfortunate, because that sucks a spell slot out of her. Um, and you'll see a spectral hand reach out, and the Yeti is going to actually smash it out of the air, shattering it like ice. Um, Cat, it is your turn. Make me a con save. Uh, that's going to be a 22. Okay, you are... you. This effect has ended on you, uh, but that's your turn. Uh, you are going to snap to after being paralyzed with this thing roaring, looking directly at you. Callie, it's your turn. What do you do? It's fetid breath is hot in your face. I am going to... So if I use my full action to do, like, the acrobatic-y dodgy dodge away so I don't get an opportunity attacked, mm -hmm. can I then still do a bonus action? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that in bonus action. Um... You're Healing talking word you're, on Valen. Okay, sounds good. You're talking off mic, though, just so you know. Oh, okay, sorry. It's okay. All right, so, uh, dancing back out of its grasp, it's going to snarl and try to snatch at you. <laughs> and is not going to be able to as you dance away. That's going to take your movement to move uh, 20 feet away. And what do you use? What do you get her with? Uh, healing word. So that is uh, eight points. Nice. All right, she's back up to half health now. It's great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and at this, the Yeti is going to snarl, uh, look at Vister, who is charging in to the side, and is going to look at you with his malevolence. <laughs> it recognizes you. It smells your scent, Vistra. You lock eyes with it. I need a con save off of you. Okay. Uh, natural 20. Is it? Yeah. Okay. My, my Lindorm blood cursed dice are awesome. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Alright, so let's just do it this way. Okay, so Vistra, you are going to take 
Uh, from the first slash that's coming your way, that is going to be 14, uh, 14 points of slashing damage, which, you know, I'm just going to give you all the damage because it's going to reduce anyway, because it's yeah. is that in cold. They're all, yes, I'm, I'm having yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, so that is going to be four, six, one moment. Okay, so that is going to be it's going to be twelve points of damage from the first hit. Uh, yep. The second is going to be eleven. Okay. After minuses, as it begins to like tear into your chest, raking its claws down the side. Um, it's those are were hell of a hits, and you don't think it would have been able to do that without your um, uh, without your reckless attack, actually. Like, it's shying away from you as it's roaring and clawing because of Lysithian's attack, you think. Uh, speaking mm -hmm. of Lysithian's attack. Cool. I'm going to Scorching Ray. Okay. Uh, just Make me at second level. Do it. So that's three rays. Beep, beep, beep. Boop. That's uh, going to be 15 to hit on the first one. That is a hit. Cool. Nope, that's only going to be nine on the second one. My dice All like All right, first one's going to be a hit. Uh, and that's going to be 12 to hit on this third one. That's a miss. But I will take, you know what? I'll take the first one as a win. <laughs> okay. Roll me damage. All right. It's going to be um, 11 damage. 11 damage. All right. The Yeti roars as the fire strikes into it. And how do you do this? Hell yeah. I will summon my three motes of fire, and while two miss, um, I will use those as a distraction to launch mm. the last one and just sort of carve it up the front of his body mm -hmm. and just sort of like scorching him and have it uh, just sort of implode in his face. <laughs> he will, ex the head will just off of the top of his scalp. Off the top of his head, that makes sense. Off the top of his neck, bursting like a ripe grape. The body will sag to its knees, and Vister, you're going to be covered in the blood directly in front of you of this creature as it collapses to the ground next to you. See that arrow? Come at me, bitch. The wind oh. begins to howl around you again. Maybe not right this second. How about you don't antagonize her? More than she already is. Yes, exactly. You started it, she will definitely finish it. Let's just make it to the boat. That was good. Well, at least we got rid of that thing now instead of later. Through. There um, might be more. I'm gonna cast a, a cure wounds on on myself. Yeah, Kelly's gonna do the same. <sighs> Vister, do you still have your head? I can barely hear you. Eh? Yeah, I'm here. If if we're gonna take a. Are we going to stop for a bit and take our rest, or are we going to keep pushing on? I say we keep going. We can rest in a bit. Yeah. Okay. Especially with you picking fights with Oral and her statues like that. I, I, 
I don't. Me, I. Yes, you're afraid of dragons. That's a very sensible thing to be, Vistra. That's fine. I'm not too fond of them either. Let's. Let's go. She she knows we're here. How's everyone feeling? Uh. Pretty banged up, but not horrible. I'm only half dead. Does that make me an optimist or a pessimist? Um, bit of both. Realist? <sighs> Callie, are you alright? Uh, that, that, that hurt. Looked, that looked pretty rough getting ripped out of that wild shape. Yeah, that was. That hurt a lot. Okay. Do you need do you need a, a heal? Valen, do you need another heal? Yes. I'm banged up, but so essentially uh Callie is about nine points short of full. Oh so not uh, too too bad. She's not got great health, but uh it's not horrible. Valen's a wizard and is thirty-five points short of full. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna go over to uh, to Valen and hit her with with a cure wounds. See, I'm um, that, but I'm a barbarian, Kelly. <laughs> she's gonna take um, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Thank you. That's that's a good start. It's it's better than nothing. Yeah, I'll be fine least, once so. once we continue. Maybe we'll rest before we go toward any boat. Yeah. Once we see it, we can stop. Yes. Yeah. Do you want? Do you want me to cast the dome once we're around that area in a quieter place? I think that would be ideal. We might wish to wait there until Oral does her next rounds. Sure. I think that's for the best. Yeah. I can camouflage it to the best I of my ability. Can also cast the hut if needed. I can do it. No worries. You need your rest. The trembling is worse than before now. She notices that you notice, and bites her lip so hard you're afraid that little beads of blood will begin to drip down her mouth. And it goes down to a soft tremble. Let's keep going. Yep. As you continue onward, you will eventually make your way toward the shore. The chill sound of the wind rushes around you. You make your way toward the cliff face. And as you do, can I get a perception roll off of everyone except Vister? Because Vister will actually see this in advance. 18. Okay. 14. 16. Okay. Uh, 19 for Valen. All right. You will all see half buried on the edge of a bluff overlooking the mast of a crashed ship is a humanoid corpse clad in cold weather clothing clutched in one hand 
is an orb made of smoky gray quartz. As you notice it, though, a white weasel bursts from the snow near the corpse and stares at you with beady eyes. A voice rings out, Ye gods! I was afraid no one would find us! The sound comes not from the weasel, but from the orb. Professor Scant, I presume? (laughs) Valen begins to chuckle at her own joke. You found the first step to the ancient city. Where this leads, we'll find out next time on Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Callie right. does like a little dance. Partially excitement, partially to get try and warm up a bit. That sounds good. Because <laughs> she's not a polar bear anymore. All right, you're not a polar bear. This is true. You are not a polar bear anymore. All right. So, hey, folks, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. I really hope you had a good time. Uh, let me kill some of the wind. Uh, there we go. All right, so thank you so much for tuning in to Ram of the Frost Maiden. So, uh, if you like what we do, give us a follow or a sub, and uh, we really appreciate it because, um, like, seriously, like, we do this for us, but we also do this for you, and it's great to have you here. We love seeing you in the chat, even though we're mostly focused on on the role playing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like what we do, though, tomorrow night we are doing uh, Candlekeep Mysteries, where I am actually a player. Uh, I am playing a halfling tomorrow night that is based on Shaggy Rogers from scooby-doo oh my and my outfit's God. gonna be so good it's gonna be so good he's a monk and he just he's he's ultra instinct shaggy it's gonna be great fuck yeah man is charlie your scooby is charlie your scooby is the question charlie no there's no scooby um so i'm playing him as a haunted one so he was with a mystery Ooh. machine group and they all got killed so he is the survivor but he has it. but he has cooking tools like come on scoob we've got to get out of here so i can use my flurry of blows like swings there we go oh my god i have to walk. okay it, it's gonna be a lot of fun uh and then on wednesday we have the shards of dern with our two special guest stars um which are robin and our buddy chris blog it's gonna be great um so a uh, quick update though um so we are going to be taking a brief break this week so there is going to be no game um starting on thursday uh, so thursday friday saturday sunday and i believe that we are taking easter monday off from this game right guys yeah, yeah, I think that's what we landed on. Yeah, because we yeah. just, we, so uh, this is, so Rhyme of the Frost Maiden will be back in two weeks because we're taking the holiday off uh, because yeah, we need it occasionally. Um, but we will be back next Tuesday uh, for a very special game of Candlekeep Mysteries that I am running not for myself, but also for uh, Robin and uh, uh, Christine and uh, uh, Amy and uh, uh, Hayden and uh, Hayden's special friend, Allah. Alejandro oh, okay. Saab. Yeah. So Kaggy Films oh. is going to be here. Come watch. It's going to be fun. Oh, I need to Kag find out what he's playing. Kegmaster. Um, we are going to be talking about it tomorrow night. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, send me send me his character's name as soon as possible so I can Photoshop it into the frame. Yeah. Cool. We're going to be building his character tomorrow night for date night. That is our plan. Yay. Oh, what a great yeah, Are date. we going to talk about character yeah. building for that episode? Because I have not started planning at all Just for that. Build, build, I'm playing a monk. Build Just a, le- build a level monk. three character. Level three? Okay, cool. Amy yeah. is Amy is playing uh, Luella Vonzarovich, Strahd's okay. stepdaughter. Yep, so warlock. Hit, um, warlock. I have not decided. I'm going to be doing it over um, the weekend away. I'm probably going to do an elf because I've got that cool black wig and I've got elf ears. So yeah. DM Mike, I'm hoping to cook a ghost. 
<gasps> That's gonna be oh, too I good. think I know so, what like, I'm gonna I'm do. I'm gonna swallow this guy whole. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely thinking. Class I've been wanting to play. Which is what? I might uh, I might have to create some improv song. Yeah, do it, do it. I might bard it. it up. If you play, if you play a dwarven bard, I will definitely play Timir Redruck in a bit. My my slam poet bard. Um, so hey, folks, it's great to have you here. Um, thank you so much for watching. I hope you had a great time with us, and you check out our other games because we do a lot of great stuff here, and we'd love to have you there too. Come back tomorrow night. There'll be more. And Wednesday night. Goodbye, my darlings. All right. Goodbye, everybody. We've got D&D three nights a week. So much D&D. Me too. In a row. All right. Woo! Good night, everybody. Goodbye. Rhyme of the Frostmaiden is a Dork Tales production. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark, and it stars Hayden Davio as Lacithian Callisto, Robin Halford as Vister Dankill, Mike McGee as Katarina Firestring, and Christine Rattray as Callie Thornhill. To watch us live, visit twitch.tv slash dorktales, or you can view our back catalog on youtube.com slash dorktales. Want to help dorktales grow? Rate and leave us a review and share us with your friends. Our opening theme is Cold Journey by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Winter Night, also by Alexander Nakarada. A full list of the music used in this episode is available in the show notes below. Ambient music and sound effects are by tabletopaudio.com, one of the best free tools for dungeon masters anywhere. I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers. Our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, the great and benevolent. Our demonic producer, Sholton, who has a bit of a Faustian pact in mind. Our heroic producer, Nibbleheim, who came from afar. The prince of the Patreon, Taryn, who takes levels in generosity. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom. Bob Kessler. Dave, also known as Frog Legs. Our level 10 hero, Trizelta, also known as James Bodage. Our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month. Mike McGee and their glorious nails. An actual guinea pig. Dale Cope, the eternal student of life. Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat. Evan, longtime listener, first time patron. Mike Baxter, first of his name. Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale. Krista Mitchell, the CGFX engine. The Mysterious Dark Horse, the great and powerful Nacro, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the new girl in town, and our Dork Squad, Jen Peters, Caitlin, Amy, and Batran. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dork Tales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.